And we are back in action. Yep. And we are sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, people let us know that we had missed. Uh, we made people mad. Yeah. People got attached. Let's get our mics close to our mouths so I don't have any editing nightmares. So this can Talking go directly. smooth and diddly. Yeah, so we apologise. We missed a week last week and we're both generally a bit pissed off about it. I, yeah. I feel like I've let us down a little bit. I really do. It's, I'm a little ticked off. But it was just one of those weeks. Yeah. We couldn't find, and things were coming in last minute. Uh, what was it? We're both, the thing is, we're both oh. really busy, and then, but also, like, our schedules are completely unrelated. Yeah. Like, so they, they have, there's no crossover at all. So usually, like, that Friday night is where we kind of dedicate an evening where we can just chill, get the podcast recorded. And we have it booked in, yeah. and we do, and we we really stick to it. But because I, it, I was away, yeah. it threw the whole thing out of whack. Yeah. Because then, so I was literally not even nearby to even be able to do it. And then you couldn't do it the day before, you couldn't do it the day after, then I couldn't do it the day after that. Yep. And, just, <laughs> and yep. then we were trying, we thought maybe get done on the Monday itself, and then that just went out the window because you had... Uh, I was, whole, I was you, you, weren't, you weren't here, yeah. Yeah. It so, was just one yeah. of them. Yeah. But we apologise, and I don't, I can't foresee this happening, you know. Like, well, we, we, it's a little bit our fault because we didn't warn each other early enough of, of the fact that we were buggered either way of that, either side of that Friday. Yeah, I think last Saturday, we, not last Saturday, it'd be the Saturday before, we finished the podcast, obviously the night before, and I was leaving on the morning. I'm like, yep, I'll speak to you in the week and we'll sort it. Yeah, literally said it on the drive. <laughs> yeah, and then, like, obviously the week just went on and we never actually sorted it, so Wait. apologies, but yeah, we're back at it. But I, I've genuinely had more messages on the week that we didn't do a podcast from people saying like, where's the podcast? <laughs> I know. And we've got like a, a couple of really nice ones uh, from a guy saying, uh, you know, really changed his life from some of the things that we Dude, spoke about, which is cool. I sent yeah, I showed somebody that today. Yeah. yeah. So actually, yeah. Do you know what? Who was it? Do you remember? Jace, I think it was. Jace. Yeah, listen. I saw your message. J-A-C-E. Jace. And dude, the fact that you listen to us so intently that we've had a positive effect on your life. <laughs> One. You're a weirdo, <laughs> like us. So welcome to the tribe, hmm. and uh, yeah, we're super happy that we're having such a positive effect on some of you guys. You know, even if this is only one person that feels better from what we do, I'm good with that. Yeah, but yeah. it's more. Oh, so, God, yeah, yeah. We're basically superheroes. I think again, like I've got a few people that are fairly like consistently will drop me messages um, about the the crew cast. But yeah, this week of missing one, I had loads of other people. Different just, people just messaging. Popping in, we're like, yeah. Uh, Excuse me. It's Monday. Yeah. Where, where is uh, it? To be questions? fair, they left it till like halfway through the week. It wasn't really until Wednesday, and people were like, "Come on." Because <laughs> yeah, we've had a few where we're like editing issues. So the, the, here's what we're promising: is we will always record from this point on the podcast that's due. Now, yeah. unless we can't control the internet and we can't control thunderstorms, alien invasions, the rise of the gender neutrals, mm. we can't predict any of that. Yeah. What we all do, do is our utmost to not miss another week in the foreseeable future. Yeah. Why is your beard gone? <laughs> <laughs> Don't chuckle at me, boy. It was doing my fucking head in. It was doing my head in. You oh. just didn't have the patience for it, did you? It genuinely... Fair, like, that suits you, that look. My, my, the beard is definitely more work for me than the hair. And I just think, and which is fine, but I just don't think my beard's good enough. Like it wasn't thick enough. And yes, I could have like left it longer, and it would have would have improved. But I'm never gonna have 
like a great beard because Do you, know what you are what you're a Beckham beard. Yeah, you're a Beckham a bit... beard. Where you get it, you see the length on your chin now. Mm. That all over is you. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that length, which you could do with a number three or four. Well, I did I at first. I was like, I'm just gonna trim it like nice and tight and see what it looks like. And then I did that, and I was like, oh fuck it, I'm just gonna get rid. <sighs> yeah, I, it was already done. And I was just like, yeah, it was nice. Just well, it to wasn't so long. You couldn't just grow it back quick anyway. I was gonna say it was a couple, like maybe three months or something yeah, of growth. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was reasonable, and I'm not really that attached to it. I always felt like I never looked in the mirror and fully accepted my face with a beard. <laughs> I was always looking, and then I was like, "Oh, I've got a beard today." <laughs> and, like this is my real face underneath. Like I'm more attached to my own face than than the beard. It's good job you attached to your own face. It's gonna yeah. be with you for a while. Well, yeah. <laughs> so. Until we can be put into different sleeves. Yeah, I swear every time I, I grow my beard though, and then I sh- like get rid of it, my jaw is smaller than I remember. Yeah, and your chin is closer to your mouth, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. I'm just like, oh, this is weird. It takes like a good couple of days to get used to it. I'm just like, all my proportions are off now. How matchy matchy are we? I know. Well, this you isn't even intent because you turned up in work clothes. There's no way you knew what I was wearing. Yeah. And so you've got on light denim blue ripped jeans. Yeah. I've got on light denim ripped blue jeans. <laughs> I literally had the same t-shirt on when I came back yeah. from what I was doing today. Well, you gave me this one, didn't you? Yeah. You gave yeah. So you ordered a size too big. Yeah. And then you gave me this one. Yeah. So it's literally the identical t-shirt. Yeah. It's a nice t-shirt though. It is nice. I like it. I, think I like it. And so instead what I've done is donned if you're on the U of Tube, which we will have no blackouts. I'm crushing the game. Said it. I've got another fresh 128 gigabyte two. I bought two new cards that's gone on that bitch. So no, no blackouts. No, we've got dedicated podcast cards now, so no excuses North. for that side of things. North. But yeah, I've got my uh, late night legacy. I do like that. So it's just sick, sick, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, so if you're not t-shirt. on YouTube, it's a black T-shirt with a really cool. Um, it's a pink, giant pink heart with a lightning bolt through it, and it says late night legacy and kind of like I don't know what you call it. Scratch text. It's almost like what it reminds me of is almost um, like a paintbrush because yes. it like kind of off, or even like a lipstick. Yes. Do you know what I mean? If yeah. someone like I think wrote brush it, strokes is the closest, yeah. definitely. And it says obviously late night legacy in the brush strokes, and it's really cool because it's like a pre-aged print as well. Yeah. So the more that wears, the better it's going to look. Mm. And then on the back, it's got like a just that same simple. just the logo, the heart with the light, just in the middle on the back. It is a nice logo. Like it. And I'm a proper big boy now. I'm size large in everything. Oh, yeah. Unit. Yeah. Fucking. Fucking massive, are you, pal? But not whenever I put no pump. <laughs> I'm like tiny now. Then when I go in the gym, I look good and then I leave and I'm like, oh. I had somebody message me the other day. Um, I can't remember where they said they were from now. It was like Arizona or something like that, I think. And they were like, they were. he was like inputting some of the, the things that we say. And it was just like... <laughs> in the middle of like American yeah, and, chat. Yeah, and then he was saying like some of the stuff is really funny to him because it's obviously so fucking alien. Because <laughs> like, well, I'm black country, which is weird for the rest of the fucking UK. Yeah. And then, yeah. although I'm not, I'm not like severely black country to the point where you can't understand me. That's like, you know. I No, but I played your uh, voicemail out loud because I was listening to what your reply was and I was just yeah. sat with everyone. And the guy who's looking after me for today at the <laughs> job is from Birmingham. Yeah. And he put it went, yeah, you can tell he's from Midlands. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But because he's it's but yours is not Dudley. It's no, not no. like this, you know. No. So you're lucky. I've you travelled around like a bit though as well, so I think I've picked up like bits of You just have things like say and why. 
Oh. <laughs> that one. Yeah. The subtle bits. Yeah. Because people think that Birmingham is, all right, I'm from Birmingham. But that's actually Dudley. Yeah. It's yeah, not more, Birmingham. No, yeah, Birmingham is like, is it more subtle with the things like, so a sigh, I was going on the way down, you know. Like, it's a bit more, like Stu speaks from Street Fighter Series if you watch that. Yeah. That's Brummy. Yeah. So, and today, can you, do I look radiant, by the way? You do. You look marvellous. Makeup. Oh, really? Still got it on my face. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you see. Yeah. You can't tell, though, because it's so natural looking. To be fair, you just look very preened. Like, exactly, yeah. everything's sharp. She did preen me. Yeah. Do you get your eyebrows, like? No, she just brushed them. Ah. Yeah. Brushed them. They're looking, yeah, very... Yeah, I did pluck them. Directioned. Yeah, and pluck them. You use yours and you pluck them. Yeah. They would be epic. I should, yeah, I should you probably... You take those out underneath. Yeah, I probably should. You should go somewhere and knows what they're fucking doing there. Yeah. Don't let me do it. I'll... I don't get it. not do it. Maybe if should I Should I try and pin you down? I thought that'd be a dream, looking at those. Mm. Look at them. Like a blank canvas. It's effort, isn't it? Oh, fucking... Are you not watching a movie? She sits there and... No, she's not into that. No. 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 Well, she's I'll not a picker. Her. She's not a picker. No, I'll ask her if she wants to. Most if you were in the house with a woman for long enough, they just start coming at you with tweezers. They won't even ask. They just like little lobster claws coming at you. I don't even know if Emma plucks her eyebrows. I don't know. I don't think she has to. Maybe she does like a little bit, but I don't think she needs to. So she's intelligent with perfect eyebrows. I think she's. You're just welcome, got ladies. You can follow Emma and hate her. <laughs> she's got really long eyebrows. I know that they're super long. Like if. If she doesn't comb them, like they can, like the actual hairs along, so you could like back comb them and they'd be like <laughs> up here. So you have to like make sure that they're in, they're like in line. Like a, you know the Muppets when they were frozen and like, yeah, they them in ice and they yeah. just got that. Yeah. So they have, but to be fair, they go in the direction that they're meant to. But if you ever like brush them up, they are like proper long, long, oh, yeah. funny. Yeah. Maybe that's what they're supposed to be like. That's why ours are always... Because we always be ours. You ever go to the barbers and they buzz your eyebrows down? They're, yeah, I haven't had yeah. it for ages, but yeah, they all the time. used to do that. They'll be like, all right then, guess you're doing that. Yeah. <laughs> Too late now. But, zim, zim. Yeah, because I didn't want eyebrows. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm not a 90-year-old dude mm. <laughs> with, with, with maybe eye that's whiskers. Why, yeah, maybe that's why they do it, though, because like, there's going to be like stragglers. Because like, I do occasionally get like get, one yeah, that that's odd, like... But yeah, that comes out of nowhere. Yeah, like where does he where does yeah, he grow when from? Did, how, it's like they stay laid back to like, down stay down stay down he's got a wedding today now out out yeah they literally it stays flat and i only notice it when it's like two inches long i'm like how have you been on yeah. my fucking head I mean, ninja ninja yeah. brows anyway, <laughs> enough about our eyebrows shall we get cracking with the run mm, i just needed that juice dude i'm so uh, let me talk about my awesome day oh okay with the makeup let's explain the makeup no no i like I'm walking around with makeup on he, all the time. he wears it all the time <laughs> So is it a super secret thing today? Can you say where it is? Yet? Can't actually not allowed. Oh. Nothing. Can't say shit, which is kind of cool. But I had to go to some very prominent studios mm-hmm. to shoot. I was a commentator. It involves a UFC fighter. It involves a very dark day in November and a farmyard animal. And it took all day to film, and there was I was in the biggest set. I'll show you a picture. If you've been on my story, so you'll have seen it. The biggest green screen I've ever seen. The just cameras and everything. There was a, a crew of about twenty people. Yeah, I was not expecting it. Really? <laughs> yeah. It's to do with uh, something that I'll announce very soon, and it's a very cool partnership. And um, uh, it was really good, and it went really, really well. But long day. I had to go down. Didn't get down. So I've been filming all day Thursday for rain. Did that, and then had to go straight from there to Manchester to then get up and be in at like half eight to film until 
half six and get back here at eight. You landed here at eight and then we've got back on the podcast. Yeah. I jumped in the shower. Yeah. Because I'm working on the bathroom again. I had two days booked in back on the How bathroom. It? It's all right. Yeah. Got some, got a good amount of work done. Um, the shower is in, but obviously I've still got a tile. Um, and That's then, a long like, thing, isn't it, this? Yeah. There was loads like of other Three weeks now. Well, I had I had a full week on it, and Jesus. then I, I haven't had anything for a while, and then I've had two days, and I'm going to have maybe a couple hours tomorrow, but I've still probably got four or five days of toiling, I reckon. You're going to be bollocks by the end of this. Mm, yeah. You're still working in the meantime. Yeah. It's all right, though. I, I enjoy it. It's, it's not like... Do you know what you need? What? A slave. You need, you need Mexican workers. Yeah. <laughs> we don't have them here. No. So you Americans are lucky. Yeah. You can't... You They could just drive to a Walmart... And go like, anybody want work today? Mm. And they got like twenty people going. Ah, si, señor. Yes, yeah. yes, work. Yes, jalapeno. <laughs> I don't know whether they say that. I think they do. Hey, hey, chulo. <laughs> Chuante work. You fucking cockroach. Cockroach. <laughs> yeah, you don't. We don't have that. No. No luxuries of the old Walmart. No, where he wants to fucking work. Yeah. So it's been a busy one, but we're back and everything's good and it's good to be busy and I'm really happy about it all. Other than the fact I've got not enough time. Literally, this last week, I've honestly not had enough hours in the day. Mm. It's bizarre. I've said that many times. I actually mean it this week. Yeah. I physically looked at my week and thought, I can't fit everything I need to do into the week. It just doesn't yeah, there's fit. Two, yeah. 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 It's been crazy. Yeah, I've I've uh, had a bit of that this week. It's not been every single day. I had, I had like one day which was a bit more um, flexible, but yeah, it's been it's been hectic. But it's going to happen. We're busy people. I'm glad. Yeah, it's good. And you're going to have these peaks because we're going to have the everything's peak and trough, isn't it? So make most of the peaks. Were you away last weekend? Dude, I've been away for two weeks. Mm. I've trained. You were, yeah, in two you were away last weekend, and then you were I've trained back. five times in two weeks. Just been away. But I did take the bank holiday weekend. So when I went away, I came. So it was away the Friday we normally film. Where was I then? Oh, I can't remember. I was somewhere down. I had to go down south for stuff. And then I stayed. Did I stay down there? Yeah, so I stayed down there to come back up on the Saturday morning, to get back on Saturday morning, to then go uh, riding with the lads. Because I'd already arranged that to go into the weekend and I wasn't going to let them down. And I needed the fucking break. Because yeah. the week had been that rammed. I'd been filming pretty much every day all the way through the week. And um, yeah, oh, cool thing. So one, you need to learn to ride a fucking motorbike. I know. I like, had like, other like, people messaging me about I've had people messaging me to tell you to learn to ride a motorbike. Because there's been three people so far since I listened to the podcast that have had their tests. I, I saw one guy was saying he was like a few lessons in. and yeah. Did he send you the video of the guy who was like stood up on the bike while it was doing a wheelie? <laughs> no. And he was like, you need to learn. <laughs> like, oh, you need to he sent license. me that. But I think he sent me that same next step or something. Same yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, sent me that. And uh, was saying, yeah, you need to learn to be able to do this. And I was just like, I'm pretty sure I'd die if I did that. <laughs> well, yeah. So I've had three people who are two are close to passing the test. One just passed and all that when we ride so yeah you need to do that two so lee who obviously we've had on the podcast before came down to ride with mark again but lee came with a surprise mm-hmm. bought a new bike how was it did not tell us yeah just racked up around the corner on a beautiful 1997 cbr 900 fireblade now if you don't know what this is it's the 
cool big boy classic one. It was the killer. This thing came out and changed the way super sport bikes were made. It devastated everything, not because it was the fastest, but it was the lightest and most nimble, and it just trashed everything in the bends. And it's a 900 on the streets. It pulls like a train too because it's super light. Yeah. But it's the old school Honda. With, you know, it's got little holes in the front of the fairing. No? Oh, know you'd know it if you saw it. You'd be like, yeah, yeah I recognize it. But he's got the good one. Now, they made variations of it for over like, I think from like 93 to 99. Mm-hmm. And nothing really changed much. They just tweaked it as it went along. Yeah. And he's got the like back end version where there's one, there's two, technically one more, two more versions after his. But his has these like fish gills in the rear tail. Yeah. And it just, that's what does it. Yeah. This like back tail with these like shark gills. And uh, the whole thing, it just, it, he came around the corner on it because I was testing Mark's bike because he's changed his forks. And he came the other way down the road and he wasn't expecting me. I wasn't expecting him. And as he pulled around the corner at the roundabout, I didn't even see him. I saw the bike. Yeah. Straight away, I went, oh, that's nice. What's that? And then I saw him waving frantically on the top. <laughs> like, <laughs> and then he, I could see the smile through his helmet. Yeah. <laughs> and then, when, so then we rode back together and I pulled in. And as he came in behind me, I just watched Mark's face and his head just tilt and go, what the fuck? Because yeah. <laughs> prior, to this, prior to this, Lee had a, a VFR. Which is a nice bike, but it's a touring bike, you know, yeah. you do the distance. So, yeah, we had great fun. Went out, rode, and there were so many bikes out. We rode all the way to Aberystwyth, which some of you guys said go and do. Beautiful ride. Aberystwyth, the most woefully boring place in the universe. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, Nothing there. Yeah, Aber's just Aber. Was... Not a beach either. Can we just say that as well? Dirt masquerading as sand. I was watching kids just put ash on themselves and like, I'm burying myself mummy they're like that's as close as you're going to get living to actually being buried sorry about that you bash them just punch the mic honestly worst beach ever mm. and there's nothing there literally nothing there everything's shut down there's like oh, 800 fish and chip shops I didn't want fish and chips and I was like well you did go to the seaside though so that's your only option I got ice cream uh, ice cream and that's fish and right. chips but uh, I was like well come on I've been told boys there's a castle here let's go see it. and the bloke who's on the team went yeah, it's castle. So there. <laughs> just pointed around the corner. And he just went, not much of it left though. And he'd be right. Yeah. There is a wall oh. and a turret. And that is fucking it. So, Aberystwyth, never going back. The ride to it though, great. That's a bit extreme. Not never going back. Never ever going back. Most disappointing ending to a ride I've ever had. <laughs> Terrible. Couldn't oh. even get a coffee. Terrible. Well, I suppose, I don't know what it's, going to have been like since coronavirus because like surely a lot of the places all the touristy places would have would have shut down no or... even on the front there's nothing that's like a closed shop front cafe or anything mm. there's just houses and closed uh beachfront hotel things that were always awful yeah they were b&b's and yeah shit. and it's like shitty little pier arcade thing crap just crap whoever told me to go there oh the arcade. Get cold in your stocking. If I remember the arcade as a little kid, I remember that being good. Yeah, probably. But they all left to wear masks in there, and we went with no real money because we're on bikes. We just got cards and phones. Yeah. So we couldn't play anything. And I would have actually wanted to play. I did go in and have a look. Yeah. I was like, and was like, oh, let's play a game. Has anyone got any money? And we all just went, I've got buttons. <laughs> Does it take buttons? I don't think they do. So yeah. And we only got, and we walked to the end of the bloody thing. And nothing, just nothing. There's a hill, and people send me pictures from the top of the hill. Beautiful, isn't it? I'm like, I don't not going somewhere for a hill. 
I've been over many hills on the bike to get here. What I want is somewhere nice to sit down and get some decent food. What I don't want is some pissant fucking fishing soggy chips in a cardboard box squatting on the edge of some dirt sand on a wall. I've like, missed your rants. No! <laughs> I've missed them. Next time, Abasok. That's where we're going. Right. Where the rich people go and it's going to be nice shit. <laughs> We'll see. We'll there see. are tons of bikers there, though, as well. And that's what I couldn't fathom. Literally hundreds of bikes and nothing. Like, the, if you want to open up a cafe or something, beachfront Aberystwyth, you would make a fucking killing. People well, are queuing go. out the door of the fish and shitty chip shops just to get a box of crap. And I, I lo- and I met a couple of guys there who came over who followed me. Mm. So I had a chat, and they got the fish and chips. So I got to inspect the fish and chips. Yeah. One thing I can tell you. Don't get the small fish and chips. They diddle you on the small fish and chips. You get the large, nicely cooked. Still, the chips were shit, but the fish looked good. The small fishes, batter looked like, you know, it's pale. Yeah. Yeah. So poor they did quality. you. You're like, poor you're pauper. Quality. Here's your shitty little medium fish and chips. Yeah. And the large ones, golden. Cooked golden. Yeah. Like, there you go, fatty. Enjoy that. <laughs> <laughs> or oh. a pie was your other option. Who the fuck, after a big long round, wants fish and chips or a fucking pie? I want a nice coffee. Uh, yeah. And a tuna knee soir. Oh, I'm, I'm a modern day biker. It turns up on a classic, but wants some good grub. I'm happy with fish and chips, I am. Uh, no, I've never been a fan of it. Uh, I can't remember last time. Unless I'm in a restaurant and it's beer battered fish and chips with triple cooked f- chips. Oh, mate, I'm so posh you are. And a little bit of mushy peas. Didn't even have mushy peas! Just realised. I did, you know what we did do, though? As much as it sucks, there's a lovely little old person. Yeah. We pulled up on the... So there's a place you meant to go on party bikes. So we didn't know because Aberystwyth is not somewhere I've ever been before. Because mm. otherwise I'm not going back. <laughs> if you had noticed. <laughs> People are going to be mad at this, but I don't care. It sucks. Um, so we, we pulled up to... We, we just went towards the sea. And we got there. And then we were like, well, where do we park? Because it was just cars everywhere. It was a bank holiday weekend. So we just pulled up on the actual walkie piri bit. Just three of us. And I was like, eh, I'll do with motorbikes. Someone's going to be bothered. Within 10 minutes, another 12 bikes parked where we parked like you were, like you were allowed. Yeah. <laughs> we were, we're like, by the way, guys, we don't know if you're allowed to park here. Yeah. We just did it. And then everyone was like, nobody said anything. Nobody yeah. cared. But then if you walked five minutes like down the way, there's literally a dedicated chained off parking area where all the bikes park. Right. And there were just tons of bikes. And it was cool seeing all the bikes. Yeah. Um, that was quite nice. But where we parked, there was other cars parked there. And in one of these big black cars was this little old fella and his missus just sat in the back and his son, their son was taking him out for the day. Mm-hmm. And um, he sat there and he's just looking at us through the wind, through, with his window down at the bikes all pulling up. And we turned around and he went, and, he, and we looked at him, you're all right? He went there, big thumbs up. Mm-hmm. He's like, aye. He said, when you lot go, I'm going to hop on one of those and go off on an adventure. <laughs> <laughs> we, went, we went, you have a go, buddy, like that. This like, and then as we're walking, like, she decided when to go. He goes, if you want to go, you, I'll watch him. You yeah. go, he's just in the back of the car, like, I'll watch him. Don't worry, he can leave your helmets with it. Yeah, yeah and then it was just a lovely little old man. Oh. And then his wife came back with their son on a, like, walker thing. Um, we got in the car and we got talking to the son. Uh, lovely bloke, offered to, like, keep our helmets in his boot just yeah. after a five-minute chat. You know, nice guy. We're like, either that was trying to steal our helmets. But I'm going <laughs> to be in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep them in the boot. They're good. Everyone, yeah, come on, just get your helmets in the boot, in. lads. And then he just, like, <laughs> <laughs> peels out. <laughs> eBay. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, 
But anyway, we did we didn't we didn't put them in the boots. We locked them onto the bikes. But yeah, we did come back and he was still there. Okay. And then um, I got talking to the old man again. Turns out this fella who was taking his mum and old mum and dad out. Oh, and the dude who looked he looked like he was right in his late eighties. Mm. Was like my dad passed away about four years ago. Mm. We're like, how the fucking how old? We were trying to work out how old his dad must have been. Yeah, could have been in his hundreds. Yeah, it's pretty savage. Anyway, we found out the son who'd taken him out had had cancer three times. He'd been cut from like tip like. Top to tip. Yeah. Right down. Had chunks of his bowel removed, liver, all sorts oh. done. You'd never know. Mm. Never know. You just don't know. And no. that's what you don't And this was the most pleasant man, just chatting, never mentioned it. And then his dad said it all. And he was just like, you know, he's battling, he's battling. And he's, you know, he's beat it three times. Beat it. He's come back three times. Okay, yeah. Oh. He's still going. Because I was saying to him, I was saying, because, you know, his son's taking him out. It's a nice car. Because he was, because I said something about we'll talk about the next life, mm. and, he's, and he said I'm too old to ride those. I went, ah, don't worry. In the next life, you have another bash. I said we all get more than one, one mm. go on the roundabout, and he was like, you think so? I said I definitely know so. And then he said his dad had died, and then um, I said anyway, it looks like you've raised a good one. Mm-hmm. And uh, and he said oh he's had his he's had his problems mm. like that, and then the cancer thing came out. Fuck. Well, lovely bloke. All that shit going on still gets his mum and dad out to the beat to the pier. Admittedly, only to have a wrist with. Couldn't be asked about the coast to Abersock. <laughs> All people like Aberystwyth. <laughs> All people. No, I know. That was just that. That was a lovely part of my day. Yeah, I really nice. like that little old man. And then when we when we went off, they, you did a proper like happy, <laughs> happy wave, you know, seeing us off. I, I bet like, that was like the most eventful thing that he's he's had for yeah, a bit. That's it, man. And... If you have older people, you know, just talk to them. It's mm. all they need. It cheers yeah. a day up, They're, and you don't need it for long—an hour. Yeah, and it's, the day's made. Yeah, you'll nap for the rest of it. <laughs> so can't that, wait to be old yeah I know <laughs> well, well that was a good day I had a nice chat off yep. for a 12 hour nap <laughs> <laughs> gotta get my rest in before I get to sleep tonight <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly yeah packed it was though yeah. really packed oh, that's cool. some nice pictures there it's a nice looking place I just didn't like the fact there was nothing to do when you got there I wanted to sit and enjoy it and you just could I felt like you couldn't because mm. there was just nothing I didn't want to sit in a pier by the arcade. I wanted to see the sea, hear the seagulls and the sh- and the ocean. And you couldn't do that without sitting on the edge of this bloody wall, watching some beached blob roll around in the sand dirt. In the dirt. Yeah. Some people were invested in that dirt beach, man. They built like they brought with them wind tents. Like they were oh, committed yeah. to going to the dirt beaches. Was the weather decent? Oh, yeah. Beaming sunshine, 20 mm. plus degrees. What day cooking. was that? The Saturday, no, Sunday. Sunday. Yeah, there was one decent day, weren't there? Yeah, the Sunday. Apparently Beasting. the weather's going to pick up again. Aren't we supposed to get this heat wave thing? Yeah. It keeps, this fucking heat wave, they've been <laughs> fucking stringing us on here. <laughs> they do this every year. It's been waiting for about three or four weeks. They're like, <laughs> next week it's coming. <laughs> the heat wave lie, lie has been a British summer for the last seven years. Yeah. The heat wave's coming. Yeah. When it uh, comes, it's going to scorch us all. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's going to be like that scene in Terminator 2. The nukes go off. We're just going to be there. It's on the railing. to the bone. Ah! <laughs> the heat <laughs> Jesus. Oh. Uh, Should we have the room, mate? Oh, fuck. Yes, let's do that. What are we on for time? Here we go. We're good. We're at 27 minutes. Well, we actually can see it. We're bang on. 27 minutes. True. pause, stop, and start again now? Yeah, why not? I feel like we we deserve they we owe a, a bit of a longer one today. Yeah, why not? All right. Will pull. the card handle it? Yeah, yeah, it's a hundred and twenty-eight giggers. Mm. Picked a big boy, big boy cards. Some investing in this. Right, I'm gonna stop and start.
And it's as simple as that, folks. Skabooshies. Right, let's do the reveal of the chesticles. This is going to knock your phone. No? I might do here. Go It is the final. The final battle. Also, we've changed the lyrics to a well-known song. So next time you hear, I want to rock. What you have to sing is, I want some cock. <laughs> yep. That's... Yeah, get that stuck in your head, people. Because yeah. we have. And yeah. we need to pass it on. Yeah. So we've got Pirate Scrog. doing that weird breathing thing. You notice to do this? No. I'll like say something emphatic and then go, <laughs> like a freaking bulldog. You know, they're in the sun. And, <laughs> That's me breathing now. <laughs> when I started doing this. Yeah. <laughs> I need like a little one of those lemon, zesty lemon squirters with water in it to spray into my palate <laughs> on a hot day. I'm terrible. My boy picked up these weird mannerisms from. I caught myself doing T-Rex arm the other day, listening to someone. What's that about? Like, because I've been gesturing with my hands. Mm -hmm. Then I went to relax and only my right one went back down my side. The other one stayed out like that, like a little T-Rex arm with a limp wrist. As I concentrated with this face to what they were talking about. So I look like I'm having a stroke with a T-Rex arm. And then you went... And then went, yeah, probably. Then breathe it. <laughs> it's like, I look like a zombie. Anyway, so I need to learn to breathe again. <laughs> I don't know well, you know, life skills. Who knows? Right, so... Pirate's grog, honey spiced rum. <laughs> the worst appetite. Pirate grog, honey spice rum, alcohol mouth. Put it, put it in your <laughs> mouth hole. That is a wicked advert. Imagine that. I'd love that. Pirate's grog, honey spiced mouth. Put it in all. That's it. And that's the advert. Yeah. I think that'd do really well. And then, and then the person ingests the entire bottle just, whole. They don't. Uh, they just go. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> And then it just says drink responsibly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, Christ. Right, well, being as I'm short, you can read the back. Oh, okie dokie. Ah, oh, it's got the stupid plastic lid on. Oh, so, well, if phone. you've not seen the Pirate Scroggs thing... Oh, it's all right, I got it. Shut, shut the crew cast crew chest. The crew chest. Okie dokie, we've got a honey spice introducing the Tropical Horizons range from Pirate's Grog, a fleet of exotic spiced rums venturing into a new world of flavour and exploration. This edition uses the finest, ethically sourced pure honey. Oh, that's good. Mm -hmm. Like that. From the Honeybee Man. Just the one. That The one man. The, yeah, there's only the one. There's only the one. The if you know man. him... God, I bet he'd be a part of Do you know the friend. Muffin Man? The Muffin Man? Do you know the Honeybee Man? <laughs> <laughs> and oh, sorry, from the Honeybee Man and infuses a wonderful array of spices with our award-winning... With our award-winning... That is a that is a mouth mouth challenging sentence. <laughs> a wonderful array of spices with our... With, oh, I can't do it. A wonderful array of spices with our award-winning five-year aged golden rum. There it's we a go. mouthful. That is, that is. That is a heck of a sentence. It does have a picture of a bee that's stinging a skull, and the skull's like, ow, on the bottom of it. Yeah, with some It's not happy about it. No. Crafted with five-year... So this is with the five-year aged rum that we had the other week. Yeah. Which was nice. It was really nice. Really nice. I, I think this one... So this is definitely you a think cheating... This is, this is... Yeah, this is... This is going to be super sweet, super like... You think it's going to be super sweet? I don't... I, uh, you know? No, I think they're going to let the rum be dominant. Well, the the spiced one we had last week, it wasn't like super sweet. It wasn't like a sickly sweet by any means, but it was... 
it was a very it was very drinkable, wasn't it? It went down easy. There was no Yeah, it was smooth. No Super burn, smooth. no anything. I was impressed with that. Shall I drop your Yeah, let's put an ice cube in with it. Have you noticed the room's moved around as well? So we've got more space. It's more space to evolve. More room for activities. More room, much more room for activities. Should I shake it? Because it's bitty. Yeah. Shake yeah. it or just tip it up and down. I'll just give it a gentle, like, yeah, tilt. Yeah, because it's it's the same as that, the spice from last time. There's a little bit of, like, sediment. Yeah, like it's, like, really organic looking. You can't see through it at all. Like, it's full-on cloudy. Yeah. Super cloudy. All right, there we go. I'm happy with that. Let's, cheek, let's do a cheeky pop. Oh, that's super cheeky. Oh, dear. Does it smell good? That smells very easy to drink. Oh, you can't even really... It's so... Yeah, it's quite... You might be right. Mm. You might win this one. Yeah. Let's have a, have a whiff. Yeah. Let's have a whiff. That, that smells dangerous. Oh, fuck. That's what I came on me like salivate. Smell yeah, like that. yeah. No, you do. You do you. You do the glug test, though. Is it a pour or a glugger? Oh, I like it. It's a glugger. <laughs> Listen to the amount of glugs. I'm fucking going in. Oh, you are going in hard. Dude, you know I used a shot glass the other day to measure out a shot? Hmm. Our home pulls are like triples. Yeah. Dude, I thought I was having, like, at worst, like, maybe... Maybe a shot and a half. Yeah. Maybe just over, no, bang on, well over two. Yeah. And I was like, looked at the shot when I poured it in, like, is this shot glass broken? Yeah. <laughs> is this a half a shot? Yeah. There we go. Oh, yeah. Pour that over the ice. Oh, actually, yeah, that is a big amount. I forgot we've got bigger glasses. Yeah, these glasses. Oh, yeah, if you're not on YouTube, we're, we're uh, drinking out of starfish copper glasses. And before I get all the messages of where did I get them, Google. Just Google it. You can get it from those places. It's not specialised. They're just cool. I don't want to wait. Yeah, straight in. Yeah, I don't need to wait. wait. It's just been there for nice afterwards. Oh, no. That does have a nice spice to sweet ratio. Mm -hmm. That is not overly sweet. No. It's, yeah, it still tastes like a rum. You get a nice heat from it. Yeah. Heat. It still tastes like a rum. I really like that. It does, yeah. Beautiful. Yeah, it's because oh, wow. some of those ones that are very sweet, like, I'm thinking like lambs, they're almost like... Too sweet after a while. Yeah. Mm. Whereas this, you could drink a good amount of that and not Especially if once that ice cube melts into it as well, that's going to take a lot of that sweet kick away and leave you with a lot just with the heat. Ooh. Mm. You know what? I don't think Pirate's Grog have missed a beat with anything that we've tried. That is super smooth, man. That doesn't even create... That heat, the only heat I get is over my tongue and and I just just a little hint of it at the back mm. of my mouth. But my throat is completely yeah. heat-free yeah. and my chest heat-free. It's just clever. The the, the clever. honey flavour is... It's, well, that's what it is. It's the flavour of the honey. It's not necessarily the sweetness of the honey. Yes, it's hard true. to explain. Like it's not trying to separate... When you smell a good, rich honey, yeah. like that They've scent. imparted the flavour yeah. without being sweet like you're drinking mm. like you're drinking honey it's really hard to explain that i guess what they've used is a really rich honey so they put they don't need to put a lot in to get a kick of flavor yeah so then you don't get all that sugar behind it mm. yeah. Clever. very good pirates grog well done they are we have well however had a bit of a on, on picking the winners yes why don't we 
Because announce the winner at the end. Yeah. Because once the podcast's over, we can go through. Yeah. Sort it, and then we can just add in just that add little clip. The add the little clip at the end. So listen to the end of the podcast, and we shall announce the winners of the Pirates Grog competition. And that is there's going to be three winners. We're picking three of you from our side. Yep. And three of you will win. Is it two bottles each? Two bottles each. Yeah. Three, pe- shit, three people win two bottles each. So six bottle giveaway from Pirates Grog. So we will put those at the end. And if you wanted to join, you had to follow us on the Kukas YouTube channel, subscribe there, and you had to comment on the post that I put up and Pirates Grog put up. And there were your three chances to win. You had some optional extras as well, yeah. like sharing it to your story and following the BCB Instagram page. So we'll be checking all those and we're picking a winner from each. Yes. Section. Yeah, it's because it's, um, it's a bit more convoluted. There's probably a little yeah. bit more time to pick a winner than, yeah. than last time when it was just one person made it a bit yeah. easier. I'm glad we were able to do stuff like this. So yes, at the yeah. end, congratulations to whoever's names we say at the end. We'll be in contact with you to uh, sort out getting that delivered. And I hope you enjoy yeah. it like we have. Yes. Now, honestly, I'd... I'm really surprised because when I saw the range that Pirates Grog did, I was like, there's going to be some hit and miss ones. Or, like, I genuinely can say every single one of them, they've nailed it. Yeah. Like, Honestly, there's not, there's not been... one. Even the liqueur yeah. was good. Mm. Wasn't overly sweet. Yeah. Now, we've, we've there's only one of the bigger cigars left, and yeah. I'm not smoking it. I'm going to buy another pack of those because they come in fives. Then we'll have six, so it's an even number, you see. That's oh. how thoughtful I am. Yeah, well, it was a gift anyway, mate. I, I, yeah, I, but, you know. Thank you very it's much. Because nice. I always come around here smoking your cigars and eating eat your damn, damn, food. damn food. I do eat a lot of your food. <laughs> Dude, I did a £150 shop last week. My fridge is bare. Mm. <laughs> I feed people that come around here. But it's nice to do that. Yeah. It's just, you know, people come around, nice days out or whatever, and then you have a good feed when we get in. It's just, you know, I like I like the fact I'm able to do that. I enjoy it. Um, it's just a problem when I forget to reorder the food and then uh, I, I can't have any food myself, <laughs> which has happened, happened the other week. <laughs> oh. Ah, that's nice. So I was smoking a couple of the miniatures. Which ones are these? Because they're very good. Uh, the Royal Dutch. These are the Royal Dutches. I like them. They're smooth. They're not too peppery. We should be having some cigars in next week. Mm. Our contact has... Um, we were, were hoping to get them this week, but they haven't arrived in time, so fingers crossed. He sent them, though? Yes, yeah, he's, he sent them. Um, I appreciate he that, got, He got uh, called away on some some last-minute cigar work. business. Yeah, it was some urgent... found a new leaf. I think it was like... I'm sure he said they had to go to like head office in Switzerland or something like that. It sounded really cool. That sounds uh, like a really hard job. Yeah. Oh, darn. Got to jet off to Switzerland. One of the most beautiful places in the world. Actually, and, thinking uh, taste cigars. Thinking about it, he messaged about trying to, trying to meet up because he was in Stourbridge, where mm. my gym is. Um... In a few weeks, so I'm gonna have to double check that date, and we can see if we can sort that because that would be cool. It is on the did we say that ninth or tenth of this month, mm-hmm. and I am filming with Jim Shark on mm-hmm. the same day, mm-hmm. so it'll be timed around that. Okay, well, Jim Shark ain't too far away. We're no, no, it's close. That's what I mean. Twenty five minutes, something yeah. like that. Yeah. Okay, that might work. Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, yeah, we're gonna get some get some more knowledge about the cigars because that's something that we've started. And we don't know shit, Mm-mm. but we want to know shit. Yeah, I'd like to learn more. Also, I like the fact that I am an absolute 
novice and I can enjoy this like stuff that most people probably found on. I'm not gonna lose that. I'm still gonna enjoy like these little things that started me off. Yeah. Yeah. Unless you, because I don't think you can get a palate change from a cigar, can you? They're either like shit and chat crap when you start, or maybe think, you can though. Maybe I imagine things were just get more refined. You just like I don't know. You you're not gonna you're not gonna not appreciate a shepherd's pie just yes, because you eat some well refined kind of I don't know. I did. Yeah, I went to the. I took my mother to the Ivy. In yeah. Manchester, and I had a grouse beef and lamb shepherd's pie. Yeah, delicious. There we go. Dude, it's the most pretty shepherd's pie I've ever seen. Really? I didn't want to eat it because it, yeah. it was too pretty. Yeah, I took my mum out and Mark, and it was uh, decided to treat everybody to a really nice meal out. Just say thank you for stuff, you oh. know. Well, take my mum out to Europe because she's um, she had a bit of bad news with uh, she had a uh, cyst on her. Is it a floping tube? Yeah. It's just quite, you know, come we're okay with that. But yeah. then they found a lesion right. as well. So Mama Bear had uh, all the scans done. Like, yeah. all, like immediately we got yeah. her in and just went private when I'm all done. Um, luckily it's come back. Bloods were clear. But Good. you know that two weeks where you're waiting? Yes. Jesus. Really yeah. And you don't realise because you're just being really positive. But then when she said, we got the results back and it was like, so there's no sign in the bloods of anything, you know, yeah. malevolent. I was literally on the phone, and I don't know if you heard, I literally went, oh, and I literally felt my shoulders drop. Yeah. It was so weird. I didn't realize I'd been subconsciously that. tense about it the whole oh, way. Yeah. So that was a relief. But, so they said, um, at the time when I took her out, they said that we're going to have keyhole surgery, take the floping tube, you know, nice, easy one. It's just a debate as to whether to take one or two. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, it's a big thing for a woman to go through. Mm-hmm. Uh, but to my mum, someone was like, "Mum, they've done a job. You're not they're like a freaking gallbladder, you know." Yeah, you know, yeah. The it's an appendix. She's not planning on having any appendix, any isn't it? Issue. Like an appendix. Yeah. Do we have? We don't have a gallbladder, do we? Do we? Have, oh God, I'm, my brain's dead. I don't fucking know. Fucking so. idiot. Yes, of course you do. Anyway, uh, tr- <laughs> God, my brain is fucked. Yeah. Do we have a head? Do we still? Do we still do heads? Is do, this a thing? Uh, humans what, have brains, do, right? We have. Do we? Are we a chip? What? Mm. Is this the Matrix? <laughs> anyway, yes, it's a great cheer up. She's all good. But then this week, they've had the specialists have all come back and said she's got to have hysterectomy. Six weeks downtime. Yeah. That's a big, like... It's a big operation. My mom, it loves working. She does... She's a celebrant. She does, like, weddings, funerals, and all that. She's really fucking good at it. Dude, when, if I... You know, when I go, I want someone like my mum taking care of the fucking service for people. Yeah. She makes it beautiful. Really to gets it about the fucking person. Yeah. Not some biblical nonsense, nothing to do with them. All about them. Lovely stories, little things. Gets the, you know, people, you know, remembering nice things, having a chuckle, getting, you know, yeah. the way to be. She's going to be out six, she's busy working every week. She's going to be out for like six weeks. Not allowed to do shit. And they're like adamant with her as well. She's like, can I just like, no. It's a big op, that is, isn't it? There's a like, you know, it's a yeah, yeah. Um, but they, it, I, I'm just happy that the specialist team have gone away and come back and been like, listen, we could just do the this keyhole, we could do that, but there's chances that then you might have to come back if we find something else later down the line, and you have more surgeries and more surgeries, just putting you under unnecessary kind of risk. When we do believe there's a chance, yeah, that it could, 
why take the chance? Yeah, it's just nipping it in the bud. Yeah, nothing a, then to worry about. Yes, the downtime's longer, but it's a common procedure done by people who specialize in it, and there's huge teams and they, uh, who just do it relentlessly and do <clears> fucking good jobs at it. And the guy who took a, all the way through the private that we did is the same guy that we're doing the operation. Yeah. So, the thing is, I suppose, it's safer. And although there might be longer downtime, if something did crop up later down the line, if you add up the, the downtime times. from mm. multiple surgeries... And the worry and the stress. Yeah, you don't... Like like you said, you didn't realise how anxious you were and no, really, holding that tension. Yeah. And obviously, it would have been exactly the same for your mom. So you don't want to have to deal with that again. So no. just the peace of mind is worth it for that, yeah. isn't it? Just don't want her worrying. That's all it is. You know, I'm just... Uh, I'm really well. Just, I'm, I know it's like a shitty thing, but it's really good that that's going to get sorted and it'll be yeah, wrapped up and resolved. Yeah. And they couldn't have found it. Like she had her bloods done in April and it all came back fine. Then she had this pain. Then they found the lesion in the cyst and whatnot. So, and then they did bloods. Obviously, we had bloods done again immediately. Uh, but because she'd had the bloods done anyway as a general kind of thing mm. early in April, there was no markers for anything. Yeah. So I was like, Mum, even if there is anything, you couldn't have, literally couldn't have caught it any sooner. Mm -hmm. Like, it was so far. And there's still, thank fucking thank you, universe, uh, no markers. So they are confident it's benign, but also confident that it's, even so, it's worth getting it out and done because yeah. those it could lead to other cells that mutate in the same area that mm -hmm. could not me benign yes and that's the point and i said to my mum i said that's fucking great if they've gone from a keyhole to a major surgery that's not a small decision uh, they've made that with your best interest in mind not their best interest in timetables yeah exactly so yeah that's i think i feel quite good about that but also no anyone who is dealing with my mother's surgery if you fuck anything up i will hunt you down and gut you like a fish yeah i mean that <laughs> I will I, use the same implements I have upon a feeling, yourselves. I have a feeling that anyone who's a, a surgeon probably doesn't listen to us. I don't, I don't no, know. but I don't filter know. it. Pass on. If you know a surgeon, just pass on around a message. Just so you know, if you ever come across a griffin on your operation list, take fucking care. Take your watch off. Don't leave it in there. <laughs> Do a good fucking job. Because I have time on my hands. <laughs> and I can buy night vision goggles oh I went to Bath to uh, go there I had a ride went down to Bath vintage shopping vintage store shopping I love Bath on a run um, one of my favourite places dude it's beautiful it's stunning isn't absolutely it absolutely beautiful absolutely beautiful and it's uh, a vintage store I went in there the little old lady who was running it was part of the store. She was literally like... I uh, saw, actually, yeah, yes. Yeah, you see the picture? I saw the picture. Spot the human. Yes. It got hard, wasn't it? Mm. Oh, yeah. I ah. thought it was... I thought that was part of her and then there was more above, but then yeah, it wasn't. No, no. She's just there, like, part of it. She's literally wearing what you're rooting through and so she looks like one of the piles. If uh, <laughs> if anyone's seen... Have you seen Dark Crystal? Where's that light Yeah, sorry, mate. Oh, yeah. Dark Crystal. Is that the one with the puppets? Yes. Yes. Can you Dude, remember... Do you know they remade it? They didn't remake it. Did they not. it's on Netflix as a series, and it's the prequel to the film. It's not, not done well. No, I watched it. It wasn't that entertaining. That, like to be fair, they they use the same puppet, so visually it looks the same as Dark Crystal, pretty much. Um, but it is. It's a prequel to to the movie, hmm. and it's I yeah. Tried to watch it. Couldn't get into it. Yeah, same. I tried because I love the Dark Crystal. I watched mm. that as a kid. Like it's it's older shit, um, but. 
I I used to like all those kind of like weird dark. It's like kind of children's stuff, but it's still really messed up and dark. It's like Labyrinth, isn't it? Yes, yeah, so fucking much Labyrinth. similar similar level as that. But yeah, uh, wow, amazing vintage store. I got check this out a sleeveless Levi shirt, tenor, I think. What? Leather waistcoat, which I haven't shown you yet. Leather waistcoat to go over my jacket for when I'm on like the choppers. Yeah. So I'll get like a normal jacket. I was to throw the leather waistcoat over the top, whatever, and just make it look awesome. And it's got all these like pockets on with gold zips. 15 quid. Because it had a damaged zip. Yeah. Meant to be 50 quid or something. And then I got a Austin Reed hunter's waistcoat. Mm. Hunting waistcoat. Like this beige thing with like pearl looking buttons yeah dude it's sick and it cost me 15 quid fuck man i spent like 50 quid and got four i can't remember what else i got i got bits yeah sick such a cool place i really want to go back because i didn't really know that was there yeah. so i didn't really i was on the bike so i didn't have a lot of pack like stuff to be able to pack in the next time i'm going back in a car with an empty suitcase yeah <laughs> i'm not i love bath bath's beautiful um if to be fair it's been a few years since i've been there um obviously when i used to travel a lot with work that was always one of my favourite places to go. And it was so... You can take a photo of, like, any street in Bath and know that it's yeah. in Bath because yeah. it's just so distinctive. Very um, well kept. Yes, yeah, really well kept. It, like, yeah, even, like, all the all the the pavements and stuff like that, most of them, they're stone pavements. They're not tarmac. Um, oh, that's true. And, yes. like, all the buildings, again, they're... Um, is it limestone or sandstone? Sand. No, it's like... It's like it looks like sand, sandblasted. I think it's nice limestone. And all sandblasted, really clean. But yeah, I think you might be right because it's quite it's a, like a yellowy, orangey, yes. goldy yep. kind of yep. um, color. Sandstone is more red. Oh, okay, so it's limestone. Yeah, I'm pretty yep. sure it's limestone. But yeah, really stunning. Um, like I went to Oxford the other day. Oxford's fucking gorgeous as well. Really, really nice. Yeah, but Bath still, Bath still has it for me because. Have you been to any of the baths in yeah. Bath? No, like but the, I saw it at the Roman, the Roman baths. baths. There. Yeah. No, but I did go to the fudge place. I didn't. I don't think oh, I and here's a really place. cool thing. So there's a cathedral in the middle of Bath, isn't there? In the, <laughs> off one of the squares. Yep. And the Roman bath is just across from it as well. It's in that one square. Oh, went yes. But, oh, well, there's a fudge shop there now, mm-hmm. which I don't know if it's always been there because it's my first time really going to Bath for God knows how long. Yeah. But it's the same fudge shop you find in York. Right, okay. It's like branch out. It's only in six places. Right. Check out the places it is. I can't remember all six, but just listen to the ones that it's in. So you got Bath, mm. York, yeah. Cambridge, mm. uh, because of W, where the Queen is, uh, Windsor. Oh, yeah, Windsor. Windsor, yeah. Oxford, yeah. and then one more really posh place. Nice. I was just like, you know your spots. They're like, yeah, basically, if there's anywhere with the cathedral and the lovely square, yeah. you'll find us. <laughs> because yeah, the one in York is gorgeous. Like, you walk down the cobble street at the back of York, the proper bit of York, the good yeah. bit. You walk to the end of the cobble street, turn right, it's right there. Yeah. Down past the store that sells the knight's armor. Mm-hmm. Don't turn left to go to the cathedral, which if you just walk down the alleyway next to it, opens up to the huge cathedral. Yeah. Same in Bath. You walk around the corner and it just goes, ha, ha, ha. Yeah. Well, there's another bit. Yeah, off the, so that square, the front of that cathedral, on the front of it, if you look up, and you can look this up online, you can Google Bath Cathedral, and there's ladders going up the sides, mm. like carved into the stone, and there's angels on the ladders yeah. up and down. Now, did you know this? The left-hand side is synonymous with the devil, right? which is why lefties are all evil. 
they are. I reckon at some point lefties were definitely actually seen as evil. Like someone probably believed that. Mm. But anyway, left side is Muslim synonymous. Word of the day. With the devil. Yeah. And the right side, nice stuff. And so the ladder on the left hand side, that if you look closely, the runs of the ladder are ever so slightly wider apart. Mm-hmm. Because it's meant to be a longer journey down to hell. Like uh-huh. It's a harder trial. Uh-huh. Rather than the ladder going to heaven, yeah. with the shorter runs, it's easy to get to. Okay. Yeah. And then sense. on the front of it, by the doors, I think there's there's two... So there's all carves in all these stones, like all the, are made with, obviously, the whatever stone the cathedral's made out of. Everything's carved into the stone mm-hmm. in 3D. It's fucking beautiful. I just stood staring at it. And I put it on my stories like numerous times. Like, why the fuck don't we make it like this anymore? It's stunning. Yeah, yeah. And how they made it back then? We don't even make shit like that now. The thing is, though, cathedrals then, they they took on a job knowing that it was going to take more than a person's Mm. lifetime to complete. Dude, the one in Mercia in Spain. Yeah. It's literally decades of work. Yeah. Whereas now, like, if it's not going to be knocked out in three years... Decade, century, decade. Which is the hundred? A decade is a hundred years. Century, it's decades. Hold on, it? no. Century feels like. Oh, I'm fucking no. Because we're in the twenty-first and twentieth century. Yeah, a decade is so, ten years, isn't yeah. it? And a century is a hundred. Yeah, that's right. I yeah. think. Oh my god, we're tired. I've been up since five. Leave me alone. Yeah, <laughs> I got to Manchester last night at midnight and was up at seven yeah. after having a full day as well. Mm. Actually, we're both I, really tired. Really tired, but we need to work that out. I'm pretty sure century is a hundred. Decades is tense. Well, so they know what we the mean. Mercia one is literally you can walk around and see the different centuries as you walk around mm. it because obviously the way in which they built things changed. So that that's pretty cool. Anyway, back to the one in Bath. Can I just interject yeah. slightly? Um, if anyone is interested in cathedral building or anything like that, there's a fucking awesome book called Pillars of the Earth. Uh, you can listen to it on Audible. It's about 60 hours on Audible because it's Whoa. fucking huge. And it's a Ken Follett That's is a the, is the to cathedrals. Ken Follett's the author. Really, really interesting. You literally follow like two pers- two people's entire lifetimes, like the per like the main character, and then he like lives his entire life. Then his son, who's a child, who then grows up and then lives <laughs> his entire life. And that's your like and it's the building of a cathedral. And then there's a, there's a second one, um World's End. I think there's actually a third one that's coming out as well but anyway great books Re- of like really interesting stories and it's but there's loads of detail about architecture and building which is kind of what piqued my interest because yeah. i enjoy that kind of side of things as well so mm. yeah it's a nice like fictional read but really just a fun... it's a fictional book yeah it's a fictional book it, it talks about things that were real but also things that weren't and so there's a full story behind it and, yeah. and the character building and everything. yeah yeah, right, okay. yeah but it is really really good and like in terms of getting invested in something like 60 hours of an audiobook is so insane that. and yeah so i would never be able to tackle that as a physical book personally like i was listening to it for yeah, months that must look, yeah <laughs> say, that must look like that what's that one that everyone the bible no bigger than the bible and the dictionary <laughs> no and everyone's like uh, everyone tries to read it gets like page two in the board and it's a running joke it's a know. big ass, thick ass book. I can't think of it. I think of it in a bit. Anyway, so the cathedral in the bath. This is I learned from the f- brain in mind. So this is why, right? I get talking to people because in the fudge shop, the dude in the fudge shop taught me this. Mm. The front of the cathedral, carved either side of the door, are two. Now I'm assuming, like uh, at the time, um, saints. Yeah. Either side of the door. 
one of the saints appears to be shorter than the other. He's actually not. What happened is, if you go and, if you Google it, so Google the Cathedral Bath, they had uh, obviously archers and things around the city at the time, and they would archery practice was going on for the uh, the army at the time, the soldiers. One of them misfired and smashed it into the head of the saint on the left-hand side of the door and took his head clean off. Rather than rebuilding his head, because obviously in that time both the saints had beards, mm. What they did was they just recarved his face into the bearded area and gave him a shorter beard. <laughs> so you got Stumpy on the left, who basically looks, yeah, like that. Looks like, go. <laughs> yeah, I'm a gnome head. <laughs> and then the other guy on the right is like, oh, I am lengthy and normal. <laughs> I have a neck. Yeah, lovely little thing. And I learned that from the people that work in the fudge shop because you know when the people in the fudge shop are like, they're not workers. They're people who... Yeah. Oh, I think I've got some left. Yeah. The people can get it down, sorry, you mate, talking too much, but that this is what I love about it. I went in the shop and you get talking to them. They're literally people who love fucking making fudge and they make it in front of you as well. They have a big marble slab and they work it in front of you and knead it until it um, uh, hardens. Mm. Well, not gets stiffer and stiffer. And then okay. you can watch them do it. So as they need work it until it gets they stiffer. need their meaty fudge until it stiffens and whilst one of them's needing it i'm going to pause and stop here cliffhanger <laughs> what's going to happen to the fudge <laughs> right once one's needing it mm. in front of them they've got these two heated cauldrons the other dude is like stirring up the next batch of fudge that's going on the table it's yeah. fucking cool man and you can sit watching then they'll give you tasters of any fudge you want and of the one they've just made so you get this like Fresh, super gooey fudge straight off the slab. Wow. But, and they're the type of people, I always th think of them as being like young Indiana Joneses. They're the type of guys that walk around wearing those type of hats mm. and are genuinely interested on going on a hike. Yeah. And they all speak really well and you know that they're like not from money but still just well brought up. Yeah. They're that kind of people. And they're just really happy and jovial mm. and to talk. And this guy like came out of the shop with me to show me these features That's on the schedule cool. because I just said how nice it looked. And he went, here's a story for you. Oh, yeah. And then took it out of the shop and watched it. I was like, this is fucking awesome. That That's is cool. Sick. That's very cool. Yeah. Uh, when when we, me and Em went around Oxford a few weeks ago, it was very similar. We, we, we kept like bumping into random people that were in shops and they were just so passionate about Oxford and the history. And yeah, it was just like, I don't know, I feel in Stourbridge. We've got we got some history, but no one's passionate about it. And I suppose like you Do you have you, anything that's worth being passionate about though? Um, Are there like landmarks? Yeah, there's some landmarks. So the what's in the flag and it's in our BCB logo is the the glass cones because we were known like in the past basically glass we were known for blowing glass. Yeah, the two mm. things were like we were the best place in the country for glow, for blowing glass, and also we made the um, the chain for the Titanic. Because of the, really? yeah, in Starbridge, because they're like ironworks. may or, not be a good calling card. It was, or it was either the chain or the anchor or both, maybe. Because, again, in the Black Country logo, the... the um, Two of the things that helped it sink. Well, well they fucking did crash into an iceberg, so... But anyway, um, so yeah, that's that's the main things that Starbridge, yeah. I suppose, is, is well known for. There's like, I think, um, the actual hotel at the back of our gym is meant to be one of the most haunted places in the UK as well. Really? Mm-hmm. Creepy. Yeah. It's a creepy place. It is. When you look at it like that. Yeah. I can, I can believe that now. It's also very creaky and old. Yeah, it's ancient. It yeah. is. Like, that, that, I think that they need to spend, if they could spend like, Ooh. 
<laughs> like probably be, 200 grand I'd on say it. More. That's a half a million pounds. Yeah, they need, they need to do a good amount. It could be fucking stunning because it's if a beautiful If they got like, an investor to do that, do that building rip money. Yeah, it's stunning. But, you know, that's not where it is. Though. Nah. Nah, it's cheaper chips than that. Mm, yeah, Ten, it is. 10 pound mattresses. Yeah, literally. And it's fucking 30 quid a night, something like that. Is that what it is? Yeah, Christ. 25, 30 quid a night. You're not getting a good night's sleep there, are you? No. Jesus. Well, especially not with us. We're blasting fucking metal music. <laughs> yeah. We're <not> beyond you. <laughs> Oh, you know what they never complain they're good as gold they sound they're really lovely yeah. and they're like it's, it's rough but yeah sometimes they never it's quite nice that the people are only mm. rough and ready yeah salt to the earth are we um, are you okay if we take a little bit of a turn with our with our uh, podcast here mate what, are you coming out again one day it'll happen <laughs> <laughs> no so it's something that's gone on this week um, I want to like I suppose, um, wrap up. Is it wrapping up? I don't know. So, a couple of weeks ago, I mentioned about a friend of mine who passed away. Oh, yes. I had his funeral on Wednesday. Uh... Um, I'm not going to say his name or anything like that. I don't want to, like, I don't know. Yeah, you it's... don't need to, do you? Yeah, I don't need to say anything. Anyone who knows me knows who he is. Yeah. Um, and I suppose, yeah, just out of respect for his family or whatever else. And obviously, I spoke about how, obviously, when you lose a friend... Well, if you lose anybody who's you, who you're mm. close to, um, it's a horrible thing that kind of happens. And I think, like, obviously, I spoke about me trying to get back on track and make sure, like, I was kind of um, not getting too derailed from it. And one of the things that I spoke about doing was kind of using the these physical things that I implement to make sure that I'm more productive and this that, and the other, and what I've actually realised after a few weeks has passed is that's only like one part of the puzzle. Like that, yes, that can kind of work, but it's still relatively superficial with what what happened or how it, how I handled the situation anyway. There needed to be a certain amount of time just to process yeah. and like wrap my head around it anyway. Like no matter, like I was doing these things and just not, but not doing them very well. I've still not been the most productive and not been definitely affected my mood in general. And it's because there's been like a, a bit of processing time. And like, I'm not going to, I'm not, I fucking hate being like, oh, woe is me. And I'm not. No, like, but there's a normal, you, you grieve without even knowing it, don't you really? Yeah. Like, like a, sat. and he wasn't, he wasn't my best friend. Like he wasn't the closest person to me ever. And he had plenty, you know, he's got a mom, he's got two twin sisters best friend he, he knew so many people he was one of those people that you walk around town with and like <laughs> yeah. every fucking two minutes they're just like oh you're, you're right, right mate you're right yeah. like he spoke to so many people and like just yeah there was a massive turnout at his funeral and as well he's 29 like yeah, he's, he's, he's fucking two weeks older than me baby yeah it literally so like and there's something weird and unsettling about somebody that young that you're close to going as well. Like, mm. I've obviously, I've lost older people. And that's really, like, that's easier to accept. Well, it's just... Because that's kind of normal. Not expected, but also kind of. Yeah. Like, you, it's it's way easier, or yeah. for me anyway, it was yeah. way easier to process because people that are older, they've lived their life and they're, mm. they're... Even if, you know, somebody dying at 50 or 60, which is still pretty still, young, yeah. like, it's still... Like they've done so much, they've yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's usually more sad because they've left kids at 
a, a very certain developmental age when they yeah. die in the 50s and 60s you've yes. got kids who are like eight you know you know almost yeah, not like quite teenage. adult yet yeah. that, and it's a big time to lose a parent yeah you feel almost more sorry for them yeah with it going on don't you than you yeah. do yourself yeah and there's something that was really like unsettling i suppose about somebody who's literally like you know i um always considered him very similar to me as well we like we had similar outlooks and also he was a very ambitious person um big personality very like he was charismatic in a in a group he like he didn't give a shit what other people thought as well he knew he'd always like yeah. kind of try to do his own thing whether people thought that was realistic That's or cool. not yeah. and like so i identified with him on a lot of things and although i'm fairly confident in most things that i do and don't let other people bother me but i always found him um like when we were just chatting like it was comforting for me to to have his opinion and especially when they lined up and it had kind of give it had just i rated his opinion highly basically that's the long and short of it um and then somebody who effectively in my mind i didn't realize i was doing this at the time until afterwards and i think this is probably one of the reasons why mm. it's maybe had more of an effect is because i um saw a very like a mirror image of me yeah just an alternate could have gone his way maybe yeah. if you'd have made different choices yeah like mm. very similar personality and very similar things going on um but yeah just different and then somebody who's such a big personality somebody also is also physically strong and imposing well, he's, he's, a, and, he's a strong lad wasn't he? yeah, yeah like he literally hadn't trained for like over six months turned up to a powerlifting meet that we were holding at the gym just because mm. he wanted to and then still pulled the heaviest deadlift I'm sure he pulled like 280 kilos with no training like he was close on pulling 350 kilos <laughs> no belt no nothing like literally Savage. like yeah he was just fucking brutally strong um and anyway so like the i think i was thinking very practically about the the situation i was like you mean you think about your own mortality a lot is that what it was i think that's like i didn't realize it at first but yeah it's taken me you know i think actually since his funeral on wednesday um that's helped um like process the bookended it a little bit yeah like um it's 100 not the end I'm, I'm not gonna ever forget ever, i don't him, think there's ever but, an end to it but like um I was feeling, and again, it's kind of more apparent now after the fact, I was feeling guilty for mm. um, being happy. In if your own life? Yeah. So, like, if something had happened, I was like, oh, I can't be happy because he's he's Gone. dead. Yeah. And, cause, and especially if something, especially around the, anything to do with the gym, anything to do with my training or other people's, I'd always be talking to him because he was super knowledgeable about training. Yeah. And he was always the first, but he, like... Like his phone and my phone have got like hundreds of videos of me training, and he sends me videos of his training, <laughs> and so that's always what we like. That was always what we were talking about. And whenever anything would go on, I'd, I'd send him something and I'd ask him, or if I'd done something that I was like proud of, send it to him, and he'd yeah. like he'd always be really supportive because he was not just happy for he wasn't like mm -hmm. he he was very supportive of other people, and he always saw people's potential, and yeah, so. I think I was trying to deal with everything really practically and just like, okay, he's passed away. Um, I'm not going to let that affect me because I know he wouldn't want that to have a negative impact on my life. 
and I'm going to just do these things to implement it uh, to make sure that I'm still effective and living my life as I should. Mm. But it it didn't work. <laughs> like yeah. it just it yeah. didn't work. Um, and it's because I I ignored the the actual emotional side of things and the fact that again until recently the only other thing that i've had that's very similar to you know my friend passing away was when so this was a good few years ago my dad and me and my dad don't particularly have a good relationship we don't i haven't spoke to him in a couple of years and i've probably only seen him five or six times in maybe the last eight or nine years um he, I was working away in Scotland with my old job and I got a phone call from my auntie saying, your dad's really ill, um, you need mm. to go and see him. Long story short, there was something something really wrong with him. They, they didn't actually figure it out. Um, he was, uh, it was a very severe fever and some kind of, something was fucking him up basically. And they induced, they induced a coma um, because that was what, needed to happen to try yeah, and conserve like energy basically there. he went from about eight i remember seven, it dropped yeah like yeah, yeah. i can't remember 16 17 stones something big, like big that boy. to like bearing in mind he'd been training his entire life he was as soon as he left he, he was always into sports when he was at school then he went into the army and always trained did mma boxing and then stayed in the gym yeah. his entire life and he you know he had me like my mom and him had me when I was 18 so he's not like an old guy I don't know what his age is exactly I fucking I'm shit with stuff like that <laughs> yeah. um, so yeah he wasn't old and was still training as normal still very strong and yeah went from like 16 stone or 17 stone of muscle and you know yeah. uh, to, to I'm sure it was about 10 stone in, yeah. in weeks because um, he was like fever was like burning through so anyway, Tommy to, to go and go and visit him, which I kind of like passed off at the start because I didn't didn't want to. Um, and then he came back out of the coma because um, they wanted to see where he was at. And oh yeah, anyway, I went in and visited him, and he was in like a, a delirious kind of fever state. And then seeing him, so brief backstory. Not going to touch on it too much. He was a um, very imposing, quite an uh, aggressive guy. And this, and he was always the alpha male of the group. He was always he, the person you saw him as the big alpha guy, you know, yeah. the domineering force. Yeah, and yeah. that was and obviously that was for me as a kid, and he was my dad. But even in all social groups, he was yeah. always the guy who took charge. Yeah. He had his own business. He was a big, strong guy who could handle himself. He he took charge of pretty much every situation he was in. Mm -hmm. So I always saw him as somebody very intimidating, very scary. And then to see him, like malnourished and also with the fever like he delirious he was like seeing things he was he was and this isn't the pc thing but he was affected like he, he came across as as retarded like like, like he was having, he, yeah he he was not making any he was like talking he was talking worse. like he was a, to a child like a yeah, yeah. like a seven-year-old kid it's bizarre, isn't it? and um then seeing him seeing the person who I saw as particularly you know at the time as a intimidating scary person who was like um the ultimate alpha male growing up then reduced to in a matter of weeks yeah to yeah. like fucking nothing mm. literally nothing then going on and this is even though I didn't like him obviously there's still some emotional yeah connection. and there's still the fact that you've seen this that I think where you're going with it is the fact you've seen this guy go 
in a matter of weeks from this big domineering bear like mm. fucking silverback yeah to just suddenly being taken by something uncontrollable yeah and i mm. think that definitely had um that like, sat with you it yeah. sat with you obviously um I suppose on my own mortality yeah. on my own like obviously a big part of I suppose just guys in general you fight I've fought in the past we yeah. both lift weights we want to do things to be a manly man to a certain yeah, extent yeah. I'm not attached to being an alpha by any means nah. um, but also I do take pride in the fact that I have manual skills that I'm strong that I'm fit that I'm healthy that I can handle myself in a fight that I am you know I have a good level of mental fortitude i am in my opinion and obviously this is completely subjective um a man and have masculine traits but we've said before at no point do we feel no like a like yeah the we still feel like we look at yeah and you go that's a bloke yeah we don't feel like we're one of them no no i know what you mean <laughs> it's weird isn't it, it yeah it's strange like i think like i think part of it is that, that we still aspire to do to that get there yeah we and we'll never reach that no i don't think unless we are given an axe and conquer some kind of land yeah we will never feel yeah. like unless the, unless fucking <laughs> the uk goes to war and they they bring then up national maybe. service and we yeah. all get fucking and we go in and kick out. some shit then maybe yeah but, but yeah but yeah i think that just really like played on my own mortality and all these things that i didn't even realize that i was doing that were you know about being a man and being strong mm. and all these other bollocks and none of it means anything none of it, it it's all it's all fleeting. Do you know what it is? No matter who, no matter who you are, how big or strong, or all the things that you do, it can just go. Mm-hmm. And especially the thing that's gone more recently with my friend, all the ambition in the world can just be, you know, for nothing. Because he didn't, he didn't achieve the thing that he set out. Like training wise, he never kind of did the things because we used to speak about it a lot. And he had very specific goals. He wanted, yeah. you know, he wanted to deadlift three hundred and fifty kilos with no belt. Um, there was some like running goals that he had as well because he wanted to be he wanted to be well rounded and he he ran well for a fucking big guy. Yeah, he ran. He was well. obviously gifted. Yeah. Oh mate, he was a freak. But here's the thing you need to remember. So, I think to take from that is, you know, things affect you. On a subconscious level, you don't realize it. Seeing your father go from this big domineering guy to be taken by something uncontrollable and, and, and basically brought down to less than even an average man in a matter of weeks, sat with you about a, as a mortality thing. You know, mm-hmm. seeing that something out of your control could just come in and take out, no matter how strong you get now, how big you get. It doesn't matter when nature gives no fucks. Like, there's no rules with nature. There's no boundaries with nature. Mm-hmm. It rules all. It's like the ocean. You go out there and you surf waves and you swim and you come in you think you're fine, but at any moment that motherfucker can snatch you. Yeah. And there's no choice in that. If you worry about that every day, if you worry about the things that are out of your control, you're going to pass up so many opportunities because you don't put yourself out there in the fact of worrying, trying to keep yourself safe from things that you can't control. Mm. It's, a, it's a thankless task that gives you no positive aspects. Mm. But what it can do is sit in your mind and if you don't address it and then shut it off and close that thought that's when it proliferates and sits there in the back of your mind without you knowing about it and constantly makes you doubt certain things because you've got this constant thing you think well what's it what, what's the point of it mm. what's the point of it if this could all just be taken in a second for something i can't control and because you're an intelligent guy your thought process is so complex and 
there's so much going on in your life that these little afterthoughts are always there kicking around and you don't have time to address them because you don't really notice them because mm -hmm. there's always something else that takes prevalent in that day it takes precedent you know yeah. in the hierarchy of what needs to be done so you don't get a chance to sit back but this is where meditation comes in mm -hmm. getting our meditation we haven't been getting our meditation in i know we haven't because we've both been having these shitty ideas and thoughts and when we meditate and we deal our thoughts and we deal with the way what's going on in our mind and silence that noise we are always better human beings yeah. for it i literally got one bit of meditation in yesterday morning i think it might have been but that's the first time in a, in well since my friend passed away and to, that, that... to make you feel a little better there was a guy i used to work with called trigger and he was a same sounds like a similar kind of fellow 20 odd years old just a just do you know just a naturally just a big thick fella mm. just fucking built like a gorilla but with the head of a fucking boy band member yeah it's like <laughs> but you know but just also a little bit just not book smart mm -hmm. you know he was just a, a nice fucking human mm. but he was a doorman you know, yeah. so that's how i knew him and you know whenever he came out he'd always make you smile just because of his demeanor and <laughs> i remember one time it kicked off in this bar we were both working in <laughs> And uh, it was kicking off and some guy's trying to smash another guy in the head with an ashtray and I've run over and grabbed the guy who's trying to ashtray the other person. <laughs> Big glass ashtray. So I was like, dickhead, you know you could kill someone with that. Like, mm. this isn't and then I, thought, I look around and I look at Trigger. I look around the door. He's just got his head poking around the door looking at what's going <laughs> I still remember like a fucking cartoon, this big ape, fucking, this fucking ape body with a good looking head. You know the guy who's in that Umbrella Academy? Yeah. Fucking make him human. Yeah. <laughs> That's Trigger. Oh, fuck. I fucking said around the door. He's looking at me. As I look at him, I went, Trigger, 12 step forward and grab. <laughs> he goes, all right. It <laughs> comes plowing in. Just knocks him out. Just grips his fucker. Who the guy was trying to hit. Just fucking launches him out. He just needed the, t but he just needed to be told. Actually, Trigger, I need a bit of help here. He's like, all right, no bother. Come in fucking out. 20 odd years old. Aspiring bodybuilder. Doing powerlifting and stuff like that as well. And I just loved him. Little things like he would um, get out of the car. He'd come to say hello. He'd get all smiling. And as he got out of the car, start rolling backwards. He's got to put the brake on. And then he'd run and grab the fucking car. <laughs> Stop it rolling down the fucking hill. <laughs> leaning in the window and put the handbrake on like, that nah, was never a problem. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just stop the car. That boy was taken out by a lorry. An, art an articulated lorry. Because he pulled out of a junction as it was coming the other way. And it totaled his car and him in it. Fucking hell. And to give you some sense of perspective to hit to me i my brain couldn't fathom how this specimen of a human was just wiped from our existence mm. by a lorry I, it really made me realize more the mortality when we are pitched against something that we have no control over and it fucked with me for a few weeks and i carried that boy's coffin into the funeral mm. You know, me and some of the other door lads, we all lit it. And when I picked that coffin up, one of the word, the things is, as we all looked at it and we all thought, we we're like, how is he? How does he fit in this coffin? Mm -hmm. It didn't look big enough to hold him. Yeah. It didn't look big enough. And uh, that's been tears in my eyes now. Yeah, he's gone so soon. He was such a good boy. Yeah. And I remember 
<sighs> I remember for a few weeks, man, I was just like, fuck. You know, I couldn't, even a fucking lorry hitting him, I remember thinking, that wouldn't stop Trigger. Mm. And it fucking did, man, it took him. I think, I see, isn't it, there's, there's, ah, dude. you, you, like, fucking, you, you feel like it. some people are too big to, just, not just, not just physically, but they're just too much of a it person. Was everything, it was the fact he didn't deserve it, he was such a good lad. There was no, not a bad, the reason he didn't run in when that fight kicked off, because he didn't have a bad bone in his body. He didn't ever want to cause harm to anybody. Mm. And he could, we all looked at him, we're like, if Trigger ever knew what he was capable of, he would be the most dangerous motherfucker on the street. But he never had it in him. Beautiful soul mm. taken by a fucking articulated lorry in a fucking Fiat goddamn punto or whatever the fuck it was, you know? Mm. Yeah. I just remember feeling like, my brain couldn't wrap it. I couldn't wrap my head around how he, such a, a a guy like that was was just ended, and it did. It messed with my. It messed with me for a week because I thought it's out of control. It's out of control. How are you supposed to control anything mm. when you can just be gone like that? And then I quickly, but then you know, the few carrying the coffin in and doing all that, I felt privileged to even be thought to be able to do that. You know, it was. I don't know. Yeah. And I remember he uh, in the funeral he had um, chasing cars. His favorite song, played, dude. Whenever I hear that song now, I think of him. Yeah, still, and it's got to be <clears throat> what 10, 10 years ago yeah. or something like that. Yeah, and it, but the thing is, the fact that what you were feeling is normal, totally normal, and it should make you think about your fucking mortality, because we aren't invincible. But fuck, you know. Also, make the most of the fucking time you got because you don't know how long you've got. So don't waste the fucking time. Holy yeah. shit, man! I need to hear this. Yeah, because I. Because I have so much work on, do you know what that means? Mm. More fucking procrastination. Yeah, I pissed myself off with procrastination. That's just why I have moved all the rooms around. That's why my bedroom is now on this floor. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I've made the upstairs. They're making the fucking upstairs into an office and a fucking workspace. If you are at home trying to do work and you're fucking mixing it into your living room, into your kitchen, you're, you've got no set workspace. Change it. Fucking change it. It doesn't work. No matter how much you sit there and think, yeah, I'm all right. I'm getting shit done. You're fucking not. No, it's not. Get yourself good. a room and a space that is dedicated to your work or your revision, wherever you're at in life, wherever you need that space, create a dedicated space for the thing you need to get accomplished. Whether it be your meditations in the morning, whatever the fuck it is, create a space. Don't mix it in with where, separate your relaxation areas, your TV, your music, whatever, from your work areas, separate them. Mm -hmm. Just like don't have a TV in your bedroom. If you've got a TV in your bedroom now, fucking take it out. If you want to be better and more productive, take the TV out of your room. Don't fucking watch Netflix on your phone in bed. Yeah. Don't have it there. Make your bed a space where you sleep. You put music on. Dedicated areas. You listen to Audible, something like that. I noticed you you were listening to a book or something, weren't you? Dude, yeah. So when you came in, I actually meant to, I was going to talk about this because I wanted to talk the trigger thing about the trigger thing before I forgot. Trigger, I miss you if you're listening to the podcast in whatever ethereal realm that you're in or whatever new lovely little body that you have been put back into. Um, but uh, yeah, I was listening to... And uh, I can't take credit for this. It's uh, from a Joe Rogan podcast. Mm -hmm. uh, it's uh, Daniel something it's called. But if you just search, it's called uh, Hardcore History. Mm -hmm. And it's the Wrath of Khan. Yeah, I've heard of the Hardcore History. It's like a six-part episode. So we're talking mm, 12 hours, maybe 10 hours. But it's the full history of all the shit you don't learn. So oh. it's, it's Hardcore History is how he takes a look at things like uh, Genghis Khan, uh, Julius Caesar... Alexander the Great. Just look at all these people who are kind of heralded by many and shows you that they were basically just fucking conquerors yeah. who wanted loot. Yeah. 
and there's just byproducts of what they did that created better societies. But at no point did they actually really set out to create a new world. They just happened to do so. But uh, but they, I couldn't get over this fact. Genghis Khan, right? Genghis Khan killed 50 million people. 50 million people on fucking horseback. He killed 10% of the known world at the time. He killed so many people, he changed the carbon footprint of humanity. God damn. That motherfucker was a hell of a leader. He managed to unite an Italian Mongolian front to take over China. Dude's a fucking just just insane. And yeah. he was born into poverty. Yeah. He killed his own brother at a young age because he stole fish from him. Fucking hell. Stole fish from him one too many times. Yeah. Him and his younger brother took some bows and arrows and kept the fish for themselves. <laughs> and it just goes, the crazy thing is, this one human being is responsible for the death of tens of millions. Mm. Like, what would happen if that dude was never born? We, we wouldn't... Completely... One in 500 people in China yeah. is a direct descendant of Khan because they raped and yeah. pillaged. One in 500. Yeah. Giant saying that is. Yeah. Completely, like shit like that completely changes. So that's why I just thought I need to hear that side of the story. And yeah. I'm literally on the first episode. I've two hours in and I'm all in. So what I want to do now is listen to that in bed. Get into bed by 10 o'clock listen to that rather than watch something at 10 o'clock like a freaking comedy show or a movie set like a 30 minute or 40 minute like timer on there so you yeah. can kind of just settle into it and then yeah it's, it's the best thing because you can literally just lie in bed eyes closed so you can drift into sleep mm. but you're also it's helping you visualize the the audiobook and that it just breaks that barrier yeah. from like being awake to being asleep. I'm so good to get uh, getting sleep now. Listening mm. to stuff, I'm so good. And I used to be terrible. I used to be lying in bed for two hours at a time trying to get to sleep. There's a thing on Spotify. If you're on Spotify, if you're not on Spotify, get on. Honestly, fucking god, pay for Spotify. It's the best thing you'll do. There's music every day to wake you up to make you feel better. There's podcasts on there. Joe Rogan's on there. We're on there. Like, if you're not on Spotify, you are missing out on a huge, huge positive thing you can put and into YouTube your day. And YouTube Premium. YouTube Premium is fucking... Yeah, I'm not on that, but you can, you've can. advocated that. I, I definitely... Because, uh, yeah, basically, I actually do write. The one thing that Spotify's now got that YouTube Premium hasn't got is they've got a lot more dedicated stuff, that, yeah. like the podcasts. Um, They're also a really, really tolerant platform. So they will let you have more. Uh, what's the word? Um, uh, freedom of speech, I guess. Yeah, it's so two words: freedom of speech. Three words. <laughs> Tired brain. That you have freedom of speech on podcasts. They will not uh, chastise you for having thoughts or talking about tough subjects. YouTube will. Mm. Let me just uh, start the video. Stop and start. Yeah, telling you people no fucking blackouts. I'm on my yeah, shit. No. Uh, yeah, uh, and I do like that about them. And it's becoming the biggest podcast, it is now the biggest podca podcast platform. Oh, really? Yeah, it's overtaken everything since Joe's moved. No, yeah, there's no Power surprise though. Yeah, Joe's got fucking some, he's got some fucking heft behind him. 
number one podcast in the world. How insane is that? What like is as well the thing that's mad is like who is Joe Rogan in terms of like you know he stand up comedian like I think about TV anything. show I think host. about anything at heart he's a stand up comedian he fucking loves comedy mm. loves it and UFC commentator like how's those like three not particular because like in in terms of stand up comedy he was never mainstream no never no. Um, UFC now yes it's, but do you know it's what pretty... he was he was like an influencer that got into Instagram like me mm. and YouTube before it blew yeah yeah yeah. he got there mm-hmm. first and he is a mindset he's got that one of those addictive mindsets where he gets set on something he's all in he's like fully addicted to it he's like invested yeah. in whatever the new thing is that he's picking up I think yeah he's um, he's a, wears his heart on his sleeve so when he feels mm-hmm. something he like lets that show. That is a major point. Free freedom to talk about yeah. anything on there, yeah. and he'll join in. He doesn't restrict. Yeah, I think we do well on that. The fact too. that he asks, I think that's that's inspired us a lot. Every single like guest, whether they've tried DMT, <laughs> <laughs> he pretty much. It could yeah. be he could have a fucking queen on there. He's like, have you ever tried DMT? Yeah, and he like get her onto it. Yeah, and they're yeah. like, Jamie, pull that off. <laughs> dude, I think Jamie's minted now. Yeah. How sick for that dude. Yeah. Because he, he, I think he, I think Joe like full on sorts him out. Yeah, That's I hope kind of, he does. Yeah, well, Joe like apparently is really, really good like that. Mm. But he makes sure everyone who's come up with him is, you know, given what they deserve. Everything I've seen of Joe, Rog- I don't think I've like I might not agree with Joe Rogan on every single point, and that's fine. I'm not ever expecting yeah, to agree. He's a human. You can't. Yeah. Yeah, Actually, normal. side tangent. Somebody in the comments from not last week, the week before. Um, said uh, they really liked how the fact that me and you can completely disagree on a specific topic, but then both like listen and understand and be like, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, and then just yeah. like move, move on. on. Yeah, because you like that's it. I think that's people life. feel like they have to agree on on everything. Yeah. Like, it's fine. You can't agree on everything with everyone because everyone has different opinions. Yeah, so it's impossible. Yeah. It's an impossible task that you'll never complete. Yeah, and it's yeah, like just because you disagree on something doesn't mean that you can't be friends. No. And do you know what I've learned as well is if I have an opinion, that's all well and good. Listen to the other person's opinion. And if it changes my opinion, I'll switch. Mm-hmm. Because if you give me valid points as to why I'm wrong, I'll be like, oh, okay. I didn't Fair know enough. that. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, you're right. And I'll switch. But if you give me an opinion that is only an opinion against my opinion, I'm staying with mine. Yeah, that's it. I think um, there's that unconscious bias. Like your, your brain doesn't want to be proven wrong. So it will be Ego. more. Re- it will Ego. be more resilient to someone opposing, you know, your opinion. Yeah. And you have to really make a conscious effort to, to not just listen, but to really actually like process. Because some yeah. people do this, but they won't do it at the time. So you could tell me your opinion, and mm-hmm. I can listen to it, and I disagree with you, and carry on. And then, like two days later, I'll be like, "What Lex said made sense." Yeah. <laughs> and then I might start changing my opinion. So to do that on the fly, that is quite hard. And like I've done it several times, where like and and but I have had to be very self aware of it that someone's opposed what I thought. And they actually kind of proved me wrong. It wasn't like that black and white, but then yeah. they actually did start to make me think. I was like, okay, fair enough. And then when you open up to like the fact that yes, you're you're willing to change your opinion, the other person's demeanour can change as well in terms of they're not they're not arguing with you. They're it's a it's a conversation and it, it's not a it's not a 
Yeah, it's not um, yeah. what's the word like a what a debate. It is just sharing ideas, and there's not like it's not there's no defensiveness because people sometimes yeah. they get attached to their their ideas that yeah, they're correct. Yeah, you get defensive about your ideas. Yeah, it's like mine. Yeah. My, I'm right, and you're wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas, flag. Yeah. yeah, and the thing is, everyone's got their own narrative. Everyone's like. Everyone thinks they're the hero of their story. Everyone thinks that everything <laughs> yeah. they do is... But you haven't experienced everything that everyone else has experienced. No, of course. And they can experience something that completely changes your view on something. And you're yeah. like, well, that's cool. You know that, but here's something you haven't seen. And you're like, really? Like, yeah. You're like, oh, shit. Mm, yeah, so and that's good because it, then it makes you go and maybe research the subject or look into it a little bit more, look into it a little bit deeper. Maybe things have changed. And that's what... It's all an evolution. Nothing ever stays the same. Yeah, it's just basically be open-minded. Yeah. Um, Can I just conclude... From what I was talking about earlier, just uh, in terms of oh yeah, so yeah, so we had the funeral on the Wednesday. You, yeah, um, that was your and it was really really good talking to his mom and seeing his sisters and his partner, and um, that was that was nice to see them. And they, his mom teared up a little bit when we were talking. Completely normal, um, but. I actually, I like, I was going into it. I was like, I'm keeping my shit together. I ain't fucking. Yeah, I was gonna say, did you, did you go? So, because he knew some people at the gym, I was just like, I, I know this is, it's probably not the right thing to do, but I was not really comfortable to, to, to cry in front of my staff. Like yeah. that was a bit of a yeah. weird situation yeah. for me, and I didn't realize as many well, of the people. It could... The crying or being anything like that is a genuine emotion. It mm. either comes or it doesn't. I I very rarely cry. I'm not yeah, like a I'm teary not, person. Um, unless, unless you put on uh, Honey, I Shrink the Kids <laughs> and make me watch that ant die. Yeah. Bro, every time. <laughs> every fucking time. I'm like, dude, it's a fake ant. And my brain's like, I don't care, man. It's Auntie so emotional. Was, Auntie saved those kids. Because <laughs> my brain's a black guy. Auntie saved those kids, man. That ant was a hero. Uh, every goddamn time yeah Yeah, so i'm I'm not like a teary person but i was like i didn't know how i was gonna handle it like being in that it's a a, again it's a it was a first for me in that kind of situation um and i was fine like you know the the hearst came up they carried the coffin out and we all went in and you get your little you get your little book your booklet thing, I don't know what it's called. I hate those. Of the service manuals. Yeah. The service. And yeah. It, but it had like a picture of him on the front and some, some words. And I and I was yeah. like, I flicked it over and the photo on the back was a photo that I took of him oh, when, when he was in the gym. And like that well, nearly... That's good they personalised it. They don't yeah. often do that, you know. That nearly got me. Like, because yeah. that was the photo you that... didn't let it get you a little bit? It nearly, like, I just wasn't expecting it because like yeah. I felt like, because... Especially seeing so many people, there's fucking hundreds of people that turned up. Wow. And wow, dude. Yeah, and That's, I was like, well, wow. they they booked a double slot for for his funeral because they knew that it was going to be a big turnout. And like, there's so many people that knew him, and I, and, and there was hundreds of people that I'd never met. Yeah. And like, I was just just a small part of his life. And they mentioned like one of his best friend mentioned Black Country Barbell in the speech because they knew how this was like a, another home for him, and he had a lot of friends there. And um, yeah, just like seeing the picture of him he, with the fucking, he had like a hundred and five kilo natural stone on his shoulder, yeah. while sipping from a Costa coffee, <laughs> just like casually, just chilling with a fucking hundred and five kilo stone <laughs> on his shoulder. 
and uh yeah just I, I still remember fucking the day when we got the photos and um yeah just it's a great photo of him and yeah just seeing that was nice that um you know they they chose that and also seeing his mom i haven't seen his mom for a while um mm. i've only met his mom once or twice you know i helped him move house you know a few years back and um so obviously was at when he this was still when he was living with his parents so i briefly met them there yeah and uh like as soon as i saw her she said hello lewis and she knew my name and i was like that's yeah mad and i you know spoke to shows you had an impact that. yeah and like his sisters were saying that um you know he used to speak of me and stuff like that. it's just oh, nice to know that had an influence, a positive influence on me, guy. Yeah, that I, as much as he had an influence on me, I had an influence on him, which was cool. I think that you see yourself in him, but what you also need to know is you are not destined for the same path, which is proven by where he was at the time this happened and where you are at the time this happened. And I think that's <laughs> important for you to remember that even though you see yourself in him, you're not that path. Yeah, I think um, the thing is as well, <clears throat> the the thing that held me back over the last few weeks when I've been like trying to be proactive and do all these do all these things that on a superficial level yes that solves my problem but the the issue was deeper and the issue was like and and it wasn't I've been really a bit of a tangent but I've been really tired mm. like I've low been, energy, I've, like low, low. Super low energy. Been Dude, really I've been sleeping. the same. Like, been the same. I've been trying, I've actually been sleeping more and I've yeah. just been more tired. Like I cannot, yeah. I can't fucking wake up. Dude, I, wait, I had no energy for like two, for like the last 10, 15, 14, two weeks. Yeah. What's uh, that about? Yeah. Do you think it's just stress? I think, yeah, I think it's, it's the mental stress. Stress has been part of it. I think that's what it is. And I think it has a bigger effect than we expect because we're, we're the kind of guys that, I think we deal with stress. We just crack on. We carry on, carry yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. I genuinely do think that mental lag passes passes over into the physical. I think. I think for me, it, it's it's been um, this background, and it's not. It's never like up until again the, the funeral. I think that's when I really started to clock onto it. Is whenever I've got to get up and I've got to do something and I've got to do this and that and all the shit with the business and personal mm. life and stuff at home and whatever else there's been this little voice that's when my alarm's gone off and I'm like, well, what's the point yeah like, what's the point and then you've yeah. got to do this and I was like but what's the point and it's like yeah okay we've got this thing that's going on at the gym and this is going to be thousands of pounds and I'm like but what's the point Does and it that's matter? and that's like, the bit that takes no energy yeah yeah and can be proliferated with zero energy and zero help, mm. and, and that's why. That, and yeah, that's what that's what um, has held on. And I was like, realistically, there is no point. But we're, you know, we fucking come into existence, and no, there is a point. We look at the point. He's gone early, but look at the influence he's left on you, even in the kind of zigzag life he led, which I don't know if we discussed in the last one or not, so I'm not going to go into. Yeah. But. Even with what he did, he left ingrained in you something about his life that affected you. He affected your life. He affected hundreds of people's lives. Don't tell me that's not a fucking point. Mm. That's a point. Yeah. He affected every single person that was at that funeral in some way. That's a huge point. I think, like, when it becomes that, for me anyway, when it becomes that final, when you just 
Yeah. You're just not there anymore. All the all the little shit that you worry about, whether you're like looking at for the, what clothes you're buying, what fucking car you're driving, yeah. all this, all this. The y- material partner, shit doesn't matter. All, all of this stuff that you worry about, none of it means anything. And even you know, depending on what <laughs> how deep we go, yeah, we can affect all these people. We can affect millions of people. Mm. At some point, the human race is going to die out. We're all going to be pointless, and it's all for nothing. You can go that. You can look at it that way, or you can look at it the way you should look at it which is the fact that whilst you're here you're creating an effect and so make that effect a positive one make that effect as as big as you can in the time you're here because look at that guy 29 look how many people he affected he affected more people in 29 years than some people affected 100 mm. so he lived he lived a prolific life yeah even though it was short even though it was short look how much he affected people that's something that's not nothing yeah and he's something that's gonna he's gonna stick with you forever. He I lives in you so. yeah. now. Forever. You'll forever remember that he was taken. And so you should take advantage of every fucking day you're given. Because of what this this is his legacy to you. Don't fucking waste another day, because look what happens. How it feels now, like after processing it a little bit more, I can accept the um the, how the finality of it no it's not even that i can accept how as much as impactful as something is it still pales in comparison to everything else but we're here everything is it's we're just in a it's just a life's just a, a game isn't it we're we're we're, drop, we're plopped into society yeah, we've got all these rules look that at are the draw where you plopped in as well. We're lucky we're fucking yeah, plopped it, here. Yeah, yeah. Look at the draw where <laughs> you went. We could be in Zimbabwe or somewhere. You know what I mean? Exactly. This is yeah. literally look at the draw where you land, and then you've got all these artificial rules, which yes, are rules of society, but at some point or another, they were just made up just as fucking casually as the rules of Monopoly, and we're playing along, and we may as well play to win or we might as well play to get the most out of it mm-hmm. um and if you can keep that mindset of the fact that it's not that serious it doesn't matter if things go wrong but you still want to play to win yeah and you still want to try and get the most out of that situation because that's all we've got we've only got that you know we've got that role yeah of the dice and fucking if you if you don't if you just say what's the point what's the point then no, there is no point. Yeah, there is no point. Yeah. You make the point. Yes, exactly. Now you got to make your own energy. Yeah. Same fucking shit, dude. Yeah. Like you said, you sit there and you can wake up every day going, what's the point? And the reason that's easy is because it takes zero energy to say, what's the point? And then do nothing. Mm. Yeah. What it does, it takes energy to put your fucking two feet on the floor out of that bed, get up and not lay back down on that pillow. But if you do those two little things, put that energy into those two little steps, don't lie back in your bed once your alarm goes off. Mm. Get out, put your feet on the floor and sit and wake up and then get up. Two small things, but slowly but surely those two small things build into two other smaller things that lead you into more productive time. They build into two smaller things that lead you into more productive time and so on and so forth. And these little wins every day build up to a big change. And and I know it sounds stupid, but try it. Fucking try it. Four weeks, do it every fucking day. And here's what's going to happen. I'm making it now. Monday. When you hear this, I will have started my five dedicated tasks a day notebook. I will do five critical tasks a day that I must fucking complete in that day. And they don't have to be major. You can start them small. Yeah. Start them small. Like fucking wake up and get up before 7.30. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then um, storyboard 
I'll, I'll do something like this. It'll be like storyboard a new reel for the week. Uh, complete uh, shredded for a life edit one edit for the week. These are small things, you know, things that need to be done, but they're not overwhelming. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to have five of them every day. And one of them will be like, do five rounds of boxing. Yeah. Three times a week. And so in, on three of those days in that week, one of them will be do boxing today. And that's how it is. So if you've got those one little things that you need to do and you just fucking challenge yourself and you start building this habit system of, of getting shit done that just becomes your norm and it just becomes something that if you miss it, it feels wrong that you missed it. Mm. Just like it feels fucking right to lie back down in the bed when you're a lazy fucking cunt that day. Yeah. And it feels, yeah, I'm going to lie back down because you're fucking giving in to the fucking day. Yeah. Don't give in to the fucking day. Give in to getting your fucking tasks done. Yep. And yep. this is a difference. And it's- every motherfucker, and you're explaining it, and you are one of the most productive motherfuckers I know. You're intelligent and you're productive and you do shit that I admire. And even you got taken down by this because you're fucking human mm. and you have a thought process and we all have the same fucking mechanics that do this thing, these same triggers that cause the same reaction, but we yeah. can fight them, but you have to actively, and like you've done now, you've found the source and you've been like, okay, now I know why I'm feeling this way. And the moment you know why you're feeling a certain way gives you back the power. Yeah. Because without that knowledge, you just carry on feeling a certain way, feeling a low energy, feeling a low motivation. You don't know why. So you think there's something wrong with you. No, there's a point. There's a problem. Find the fucking problem. Yeah. And just attack it. it. That's it, isn't it? It's just um, the being happy requires energy and effort. Oh, like so um, much energy. Make your own energy means more than just like it's not just it's not just energy. It's everything. Yeah. Having a having a positive mindset. Yeah. If you don't proactively try to have a positive mindset and work towards having it, you're, you know, unfortunately the world that we're in, we're bombarded with, you know, a lot of negativity. If you watch the news, it's all bad news. Don't watch the fucking news. Um, Propaganda bullshit. Shit to make. They they don't give a fuck. They're not giving you the 10 good things that happened that day. No. They're only going to tell you the shit that makes you fucking click a link. The, The thing is... It's because that resonates with people because as humans, we are hardwired to latch on to threats because of us, you know, from being cavemen living, yeah, it's from a preservation point of view. Good news is okay. And that's fleeting. We're just like, cool. Okay. Bad news. That's got to stick with us because we need to fucking avoid that bad news because that might kill us. Even though nowadays, chances are it's not going to kill us. Yeah. Like whatever's going on, so we we latch onto the negative. So I guarantee and, and, motherfuckers don't know that. Yeah, I don't really know that. That's that's built and into us. And built into you, us. And, it makes sense. And we are going to hold on to that negativity more than that positivity because the the keeping on top of the the scary, dangerous stuff, which nowadays probably won't kill us, used to keep us alive because we would see a tiger at that certain yeah. place and we'd be like, okay, stay away from that area because there's a fucking tiger there yeah. and there's a berry that would make yeah. somebody fucking somebody shit, the berry, shit the guts out. And yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you'd, you know, have some, someone has some poison berries and you fucking just stay away from those because you're going to shit your guts out and die. So you, yeah. you, you're going to pick up on these potentially life-threatening things that... M- are kind of insignificant, a certain area, a certain thing, a certain colour, like avoid these things. So you're going to latch onto them and remember them and they're going to they're gonna own more space in your head. And we need to remember as well that we are still hardwired like fucking hardwired, like cavemen. Yeah. Like we come from something that is in our genetic makeup and we tend to think we're above this now yeah. because we're, you know, evolved. No, you've still got 
are lizard brain. Yeah. The thing is, yeah. like, I think people really underestimate. So, like, however long humanity has been going on for, um, actually, oh my, there's a that's reminding me. There's a really good book called um, Homo Deus. Homo Deus, I think it is. Um, Amadeus. That's a song, isn't it? No, yeah, Rock it's me not. Amadeus. Homo Deus, and it is. Homo Deus. Like, Homo Deus. I'm sure. I'm sure that's where it is. You need to give me a list of audible books I need to listen to. And then I'll crack on it, with them. It You've talks about so like many. the evolution of, of people and whatever else. But anyway, um, even if you think about something relatively, I don't know, think about 200 years ago, 300 years ago, fuck all, absolutely fuck all in the grand scheme of things. And people could die at any given time. There, yeah. was, there was barely any medicine. You fucking, you, you got a cut. You might get tetanus and die. Game over. <laughs> <laughs> that's it yeah that like was, that that's the that reality was, of things yeah you would drink some water that was stagnant and get dysentery and die yeah you you know what i mean there, there was like so much so many threats and we're in this weird fucking position now where we have become so intelligent that we are able to avoid all of these things that are actually real threats but now the, the like fuck suicide 200, 300 years ago? Probably not a thing too much. Yeah. It would be minimal. Extremely minimal because... So you're actually minimal or just less documented? No, 100% actually minimal. minimal. If you look... Okay, so it's it's not necessarily a direct comparison, but if you look at suicide rights in third world countries where there's genuine threats, people die of dysentery, people die of starvation, people die of lack of water and disease and AIDS and all this other stuff. Suicide rates are far lower. Suicide rates in well-developed countries, yeah, way Makes higher. Sense because we've got other because sh- we're not worrying about that we, shit anymore. Yeah, so like, we create worry. Yeah, that's it. That yeah. our brains are are designed to protect us from these things, and when those triggers aren't in place, the the tigers and the berries that, that are going to mm. fucking kill us, our brain has to replace them with these yeah. mundane things that won't actually kill us, but it's. We give um, them the same level of threat eventually. Yeah, because yeah, it's like, oh shit, I've now, I was earning a, you know, 100k a year with my old job, and now I'm only, I've lost that job, and I might get a job at Mackey's earning 20k, yeah. like, and I'm not going to be able to support this yeah. lifestyle that my family's got, and whatever yeah. else. It's like, it doesn't matter, you're still going to live. The family, you're still going to support mm. your family. You could. Yes, they're not going to be able to go to the best schools, and they're not going to be able to have the best food and whatever else, but they're going to be fine. How many fucking men kill themselves all the time over that shit yeah. because they've they've lost a lost a massive contract or this that, and the other? That shit happens constantly because you 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 have to like no you don't have to your brain is trying to protect you and it will put you in these spaces of you know or places of extreme despair because of things that aren't actually going to kill you and they'll put you in such deep despair that that will happen and i put you in a hole yeah and i I think you know that's what that's what depression is it's that kind of um it's the hole that puts you in and you don't see a way out because you can't find the fucking reason it's your 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 brain yeah is trying to protect you by telling you to fear these things and avoid these things and and be aware be careful of these things but the society that we live in today those things are actually less threatening than the mindset that 
you know, your brain. I don't know. Yeah. I can't put yeah. this very they, well. No, I know what you're saying. You're saying, yeah. So the things that we are, that your brain is now deeming as life-threatening are actually controllable and not life-threatening. And once you allow the brain to realize that, that threat level will dissipate and you'll get your control back. But if you don't realize, and that's right, it's the, the root cause of the fear or of the reason why, then you you will perpetually keep going deeper. Yeah, that that's it, isn't it? That the meditation is an exercise in practicing perspective, and that's what we have massively lost. We are a fucking chimp in in a suit. <laughs> Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like we're, yeah. we are, we are if in way over our head. <laughs> a fucking huge war broke out. You watch people descend into anarchy mm. real quick mm. and become basic yeah. really fast. That's what that's what we want. That's, that's what we're yeah. designed for. Yeah, that is what we're designed for. Mm -hmm. We're not. We're not. We're not designed we, for this comfort. Yeah, we haven't developed. Um, we like we haven't yeah there's not been that many changes in our body and in our brain to acclimatize to this level of ease well, look at the best fighters in the world do they come from riches and wealth no fuck no the best sports people in the world bar if if the sport is limited such as like golf potentially yeah. um, there's certain ones or like F1 where you really you can't get into it unless you're fairly well money there are mm. examples obviously Lewis Hamilton there's always examples yeah. but like yeah, things like football or, or rugby. Yeah. They, they come from a place of almost poverty most yeah. of the time. Yeah. yeah, and that's because there's that more pure connection with real threat. There's, yeah. I genuinely can't make enough money to feed my family. I genuinely can't do these things. I genuinely may... Yeah. So you, know, you will put everything on the line all the fucking time to get to that stage where you can. Yeah. Yeah. And then again, there's the amount of people that you see that then lose that after, you know. Like, Look at Connor. Yeah, Connor McGregor. Yeah. Prime example. No matter how much he was to think he's still that guy. Yeah. He's not. Yeah. Because he used to be on welfare. Yeah. Because he couldn't pay the fucking bills and he couldn't yeah. hold down a job and he invested everything, everything. into being the baddest motherfucker ever. And, and he, he did, did it. it. Yeah, he did fucking it. Fucking did it. But then. Now he's not anymore. But then he has he had the same talk. But not the same mindset because now he's got the comfort, and in fact, there's no real threat to that comfort. Even if he loses everything from the UFC he now, made. he still has hundreds and hundreds of millions in the yeah. bank. Yeah. Nothing can touch that. He, so he doesn't have that that drive or fear. Yeah, because like for for him, he's not, he's got to have that same as me, but in a completely different context. What's the point? Yeah, like he's got that. What's the point now? Because he, he's played the game. He's completed the game. But here's the thing. If he lost all his money tomorrow, I bet you motherfucker would come back. Yeah. 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 Oh, it, it's in him. Yeah, it's, it's in, in him. him. It's in him. But that comfort's there now. And it softens him too much. Yeah, that's where it is. And and that's also not to say that you have to live in this world of pain. Per, yeah, you no. don't have to be in well, pain or discomfort. Like purgatory, isn't it? Yeah, you, yeah you, you don't have to accept that. But what you do need to accept, I suppose, and this is definitely one one thing that I'm going to be working on right now, but definitely probably forevermore, accepting the fact that my brain is not always going to be on my side, yeah. and I'm going to have to make a conscious effort to manage my emotions, you know, my my mental state. Um, you know, and my energy, my output, all all these things. My, 
I, you know, like catch yourself. Yeah, th- every so often. There's yeah. a lot of thoughts of just like, are you you? Are you your body, or are you you mo- your mind? And it's like yeah. you're not really either. You, you like, yeah. the, you can go so deep with that. But I get what you're saying. Yeah, consciousness is definitely a separation to the physical. Yes. So you know, my my consciousness is still having to be transmitted through my brain. Mm-hmm which is going to have all these little pitfalls and these things hardwired into it because just the same as I can't fly because I'm not a fucking bird, (laughs) my body has limitations as my brain has limitations because it's evolved a certain way. My brain can't be permanently happy and loving life because the same reason I can't fly because I ain't got fucking wings. I've developed a certain way because of... My it will still find the faults and worry about the faults, no matter yeah. what you do. Yeah. So yeah, you manage your shit, and when when stuff's not going well, that's okay. That's normal, and it requires effort. And if you haven't got the energy to do it right now, keep chugging away because you will be able to build like small building blocks at first, mm-hmm. and they'll that momentum will build. And that'll get derailed and you'll have to start again yep. and then it'll get derailed and it'll start again. But you, I don't know whether this is the right thing, but as I, I'm looking at it right now, I feel like my brain's always out to screw me over. And I, my yeah. consciousness is in a battle with the, um, it's like my consciousness is software. My brain is the hardware if that makes sense. Yeah. And yeah. like, I have to... Keep them in balance. Yeah, I have to keep them in balance. And they're, they're not always going to sync up, but the software has always got to keep updating to keep on top of that hardware, making yeah. sure that, like, as that deteriorates over time, because it always wants to go downwards, mm-hmm. I have to keep adapting, keep adapting, keep adapting to to make sure it's, yeah. it's functioning as good as it possibly can be. Even so when there's an perfect. issue, finding the root of the issue, fixing the software. Mm. It's true, and it is, and I think once you realise that, once you realise you are fixable, you are fucking fixable, no matter how shit you are, no matter how shit you think the situation is, it's because you're in the moment, outside of this moment, you're fixable. Yeah. And you just have to remember that. Nothing is forever, and it, it is fixable. Hey, fuck, dude. I learned some shit today. I've got one more thing. Damn. I don't know if I can take it. Sorry, mate. This I have, I've got one, one more thing. It's, it's, it's not a big one, but I think, again, like, same as same as the others i've had so many messages about people that have either thanked me for talking about some of the stuff or just not necessarily the specifics but just appreciated the honesty i think again like i do my best to be honest this isn't something i talk about uh outside of the podcast which is then weird when you're thinking about it because i'm telling this to a load of random strangers (laughs) that i've never met but i'd never bring this up in conversation um i've looked into some therapy recently because oh dude fuck yeah i um this is therapy what you do now yeah oh yeah definitely so th- it is. there's there's so many different variations of what is going to be therapeutic for you mm. but in terms of me managing my brain there are professionals and and definitely therapy is a pseudoscience like there's no right way or wrong way different things will fit with uh-huh. different people depending on their personality but I've looked into it because I want to have a conversation like I've just had and then have somebody who's super, super well-versed in things like, you know, dealing with grief or dealing with 
depression or dealing with anxiety or all of these other things that we all dabble with in our life we have to put up with, with yeah. um and have somebody who knows how to manage minds better than i do because when you need help at the gym do you talk to somebody at the gym do you talk to the bigger guy or do you talk to a personal trainer yes you mm. do so when you have fucking trouble with your mind and your mental state why do you not talk to a therapist because you can if if you've got some serious issues you can get therapy through the nhs if you're in the uk which is fucking amazing um one of my close friends who was in a very close call with his own life and had some um you know nearly died by fluke accident had some anxiety issues and then saw some you know some people who were able to really help him work through that kind of health anxiety and i only saw him earlier this week and we talked about everything that's gone on recently and he said 100 percent, you need to go and talk to somebody he said not not because you need it because yeah you can survive yeah. you'll be fine you'll carry on but you could be better if you went and spoke to somebody yeah it might solve so, it sooner yeah so I, i've sent yeah. out I, I went on to some there's like i can't remember what it's called i googled Dude, like listen if you're out there now you can call the samaritans yeah 24 7 yeah and i just did a thing with them working with them mm-hmm. with the samaritans 24 7 they'll take your call they'll sit they'll talk they'll give you advice and there is nothing wrong you can say to those people. They've heard everything a thousand times and they're experienced. Yep. And they're people that are on the end of a line to help. Yep. They're there to help. They're not picking up the phone to get paid for a check. They're there because they have a commitment to helping people. Mm-hmm. And that's what they do. So, yes, feel free. Um, if you do feel that, look, Google Samaritans. Yeah, call. Samaritans. You, there's, you know, um, it's I anonymous. think it's called like... No one's going to judge you. A therapist Direct or something mm-hmm. like that. You, there's, there's loads. Or, again, if it's something... If you if financially you can't afford it and you want to go through the NHS, that's something that can be done as well in the UK. There's, there's a load of different ways of doing it and there is no... There's no shame in that. Fuck. There's no... no and like, it's just talking. Yeah, it's, it's literally like we're doing talking. Now. Yeah, it's, it's a conversation with somebody who has very... Who's very experienced and can direct you in the right way. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking at doing that. I've sent out two emails to two different people. Um, right now, I'm just waiting on some responses. And I'm going to... I know I'm people as well. Going to do and another sidetrack is not sidetrack even similar train of thought who've been to see ther- uh, hypnotherapists mm. to help find sources of reasons as to why there's anxiety or feelings of uh, inadequacy and things like that and you'll be shocked what ther- uh, the hypnotherapists are able to pull up from your past yeah. and make you realise you didn't even know stuff from when you were a child that you don't even recall but it sits in your subconscious yeah. and uh, one of the biggest things that I found with uh, someone I know who went to see these uh, hypnotherapists is the fact that the guy who was the hypnotherapist didn't say oh you'll need this many sessions they literally said i think you need three mm. like gave it an end point yeah they weren't there to reach you, you off reach or... you out from money no and then when third point came and they were like and they other person was like i feel like i want to do more they're like that's absolutely fine mm-hmm. but they didn't push that on them as if it was a necessity mm-hmm. and that's a sign of a good therapist they, you know they think listen i think we can get through this in three let's do that and see where you're at when we get to there mm-hmm. that's good and uh, the hypnotherapy thing i think is something if you have addictive personality or you have uh, anxiety for certain reasons but you don't know why and you're trying actively to not be that way and it's just not working I think it's another avenue you can try it's not that expensive and it's worth a pay- it's worth a pump because you'll know after the first session whether there's something there yeah I think um, the hypnotherapy thing again like uh, different things would work better with certain not people. everyone's susceptible to it yeah exactly you have to be susceptible to it yeah, yeah there's certain people yeah. that have like high levels of suggestibility there was yeah. actually a really um good 
uh, what's his name, uh, Darren Brown. Dude, and, and they, actually, that guy is impressive. I'm pretty sure it's Darren Brown's book. I'm sure I read Darren Brown's book. I can't, or one of his books, mm. and he talks about the like certain people have high levels of suggestibility. And I know one of the things that they did to test it before they went in and did this like TV show, there was an ice bath, and they were telling the like he was talking to the people, telling them how it was hot water and it was like a nice hot warm bath and blah blah, blah. and like 50 people got in there and were fucking never even made it all the way and they literally <laughs> yeah. like dived out and then like three people got in and were like oh yeah this isn't too bad and after about a minute they started shivering and then one guy just got in there and was like yeah this is nice this is and just yeah. sat in there and chilled and his level of suggestibility was so high that the the external stimulus that he was being told overrid the physical stimulus that his body was receiving because yeah. you've got to remember it shows isn't it everything that we see or feel or smell or hear or everything Talk. is signals that were interpreted by our brain and a, a thought has as much weight as a real thing but we have been conditioned over our life to 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 weigh physical things like more more important than the the mental things whether that's right maybe that's just western society who knows um but your thought process can be as impactful if not more impactful because you have control over that than the physical so he was so he had such you know uh, open suggestible personality that being told continuously and having all these subtle things telling him that all was warm made him override all of those things that happen when you you get into ice water yeah. that your breath being taken away the shivers or you've that done ice baths haven't you yeah yeah they're it's fucking like, grim dude it's not the air yeah they're, they're, they're <laughs> like I've you know I like Wim Hof and I've had some ice baths quite a few times <laughs> and they're rough yeah um, then they they're psychologically quite taxing this guy had none of that because he was told he was getting into a hot bath and he was just yeah. like yep yeah. hot bath that's cool so like he's an extreme and obviously then yeah. got manipulated into doing something really weird because of a TV show. <laughs> yeah. But um, we all have that in us. It just goes to show, doesn't it, the control of the mind over the physical. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's, that's it. it. And, it's, and, it's living proof. Yeah. Living proof. Yeah. It's and, there on your TV screens to watch. And it's not It's not going to be instant. It's no. not. I was listening to a podcast on the way on the way in and it was talking about how we have you know thought work and control over our thoughts and how... It's, you know, us wanting to follow a process and, you know, saying, okay, I'm going to do X, Y, Z, which is, uh, I think actually I've been guilty of this. I've been saying, you need to do this task and this, that, and the other, mm-hmm. and that will lead you to better mindset or whatever else. That's the, that's the skin. That's the superficial layer of what we're doing. That's like going to a, like a, a clothes shop and expecting the clothes to fucking fly off the shelves and jump onto your body and you look amazing you have to <laughs> go around you have to look around in there pick what you want pick the size then go off and match that together fits, and then go and see if it fits see if you it's the right whether look. it looks yeah exactly yeah, you have to put effort into that and sometimes you're gonna have to try and try and try and try and then eventually you'll get there so just wanting it isn't enough you have to apply it be okay that that didn't work 
and try again. Yeah. Okay, that Accepting didn't work. Accepting that yeah. you will fail is huge. Yeah, yeah. Just keep you plugging. You can't on. be perfect at everything, and you will fail at a lot mm-hmm. of things. And you'll probably fail at more than you're successful at. But the things you're successful at, you'll nail. Yeah, that's it. Like you can you can fail endless amounts of times, and it does not matter. You only need to succeed yeah. once. Yeah. You that's literally it. only need to succeed once. So. And a failure is not a failure. It's a lesson. Yep. Always think of it that way. Mm-hmm. Nothing's ever a, a, a full negative. You always learn something and you've learned, you know, that went wrong and this is why it went wrong. Okay, cool. And you move on. Yeah. If you look at things like that rather than that went wrong, I'm shit. I can't do anything. Yeah. Nothing's going to work. You win or yeah. you learn. There's, yes. It's not win or lose. It's win or learn. Win or learn. If Very something good. goes wrong, what's happened? And then you can make some changes. Yep. And if you've done everything right and you still lost, that's okay. Do it again. Mm-hmm. That yep. happens. Yep. I can see you're tired, mate. No, I'm not tired. I'm just... Uh, we're at 2.8. We've got about seven minutes left. And it's two and a half hours. Have we? Did we get... We got questions, right? We haven't even touched the Not questions. two and a half hours, sorry. It's um, blocks of time. Okay. I'm just thinking. We've got... Seven minutes left until we have to pause, start that again, and we do have questions, and my phone is at 3%. 3%? Hold on. I am living on the edge. Hold on. I'll do reverse charging, mate. Ooh-wee! Technology! Can you look at that for grit and fucking <laughs> dust in my phone from, from living in my work trouser pocket. I've oh, had my work oh, trousers off when you pull days. the back of a cover off and you realise the adventures your phone's been There's through. A semen in there. Who went as a full screen porn? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, porn right, full okay. screen. How am I doing reverse charge? Oh, there it was. I skipped past the. I'm I have drank too much now. fucking rum for this. Dude, look at the bottle. Oh, no. Have you seen how much is gone? Can you see that on YouTube? Mm. That's over half. I'd say that's like three fifths. Hold on. Bruh. We're making up for missing the week. Uh, fucking right, we are. <laughs> oh, there's lots of questions. Okay. I'm going to just fire him. Let's get going. Looks like y'all making something. Food? <laughs> no, we weren't making food. Grace. Lou on. just came into the kitchen and said hello. So no, we weren't making food. Oh, yeah, we're on. If you take your case off, it'll, it'll charge faster. Oh, we're good. When's the next Shredded with a Life? Love the content, by the way, on week five. Now down 12 pounds. You sick bastard. Good lad. Fucking yeah, hell. that's a D. I don't know how to see this because it's just lots of letters. D-C-A Kin 22. Listen, dude, fucking proud of you. 12 pounds, big loss. That's awesome. That's some kicking some ass. Um, the next one is, well, I'm going to try and edit it, edit it tomorrow for Sunday. It's just been so rammed. Yeah. Um, I have like, so the guy I'm doing the videography for has edited the partial bits he needed for yeah. me to add the other bits in. I've just got to edit it's and add the other bits in. Yeah, it's, uh, it's uh, I just haven't had the time. So I have actually three, including the BCB party. Oh, fuck yeah. In there as well. Yeah. There's so many. I've got three episodes ready to rock and roll. I just need the time to, to get them out. So yeah, there'll be a there'll be a flurry of Shredded with the Live episodes coming. A flurry. Uh, Lex, what happened to the wheelie school? Also, Lewis, we've never spoken. Uh, hang on. Also, Lewis, we've spoke. Never mind the bathroom. What? Lex, Who is what? this? Also, Lewis, we've spoke. Never mind the bathroom. Who is it? It is. It's Peggy, bruh. It's Peggy, bruh. Yeah, he messaged me. 
Yeah, he messaged me. I think he might have been the guy who sent me the the wheelie thing saying, forget about the bathroom, fucking do you oh, buy be. license. Um, because he's obviously talking about wheelie school. Bruh, the wheelie school is on Sunday. Why are you rushing me? Yeah. And I missed, you know, missed it. Wheelie school's on. I, I'll have I'll done messi- it. I messaged you back. I'll have done it yesterday. I messaged you back. I have to have baths at the moment. I fucking hate having a bath. Baths suck. Dude. I don't like stewing occasionally. Your filth. No, a bath is all right. Yeah, I used to think that. If you're aching, mm, even now, hot bath, Epsom salt bath. Don't mind that. Mm, when you've got yeah, a bath every time to wash, you don't want to wash. <laughs> yeah, I'm literally. But you fucking... feel like you're not washing though. No, you're just throwing dirty water back on yourself. And you're fucking sweating your tits off yeah. while you're in the bath. I've so, not, I've... Do you not get out of the bath feeling like dead? I get out of the bath and I'm so fucking hot <laughs> and I feel like I'm I'm drying myself off and then I'm just drawing the sweat. I have to have me. a shower after having the bath. Yeah. That's it, just ridiculous. I, I need my fucking shower, mate. Yeah. Unfortunately. Showers, showers for life. Yeah. I've got to I've got to get this bathroom sorted. Recommendations for meditation playlist, music to quieten the mind, total novice. Um look up Alan Watts meditation. Mm-hmm. Absolutely perfect. There's also something I wanted to talk about this before. It's for the sleep side of things, which is what I was saying before. Get Spotify. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a if you search uh, wellness hypnotic sleep, something like that. It's a full wellness uh, dedicated Spotify account, and there's playlists on there for just sleep, and uh, it's fantastic. And there's uh, if you go down the list, it'll say uh, things like. I think it's, oh, damn it, I can't remember about looking at my phone. It's something like hypnotic, oh, fuck no. There's different ones, ones like um, binaural tones for positive affirmation in sleep, one for lucid dreaming, one for uh, improving energy. And there's, there's tons, it's a full playlist and each one has a separate purpose. And it's a wellness playlist. And it's like a grey background with yellow swirls as the pattern on the front of it, if you find it. But if you type in um, hypnotic sleep playlist, it should pop up and it's a wellness playlist. Fantastic. I've been using it every night. And I've got one. It's got binaural tones that are developed to give you uh, a clear and positive mindset for the morning when you wake up. And it says when you do it, you need to listen to this three times a week. Three times a week, make sure you listen to this and it will start helping. It's fantastic. Honestly, and to Spotify, like 10 euro a month. Less than that. Yeah. It's less than what it costs to buy the sleep app shit. And it's all on there. Mm. So there's your double whammy. And you get awesome music to listen to every day, including the gym, including the Crewcast podcast, including my playlist for the gym, which is called Gymtastic, including the playlist which you guys picked on Instagram, which is called The Morning Crew, Lex Griffin, which is a full wake-up playlist. Black Country Barbell have also got Metal playlist, hip hop yeah. playlist. They've got like a so we're all on there. UK, Dude, um, get yeah, on it. So much stuff you did enjoy. They've got all kinds of playlists. All kinds. I actually want to do all that again, but <laughs> uh, for YouTube Premium. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No blackouts. Suck it, technology. Making my bitch. Now we're gonna get to these questions. We've got half an hour to go. Dude, you. Boys are beasting it. 2.15. 2 hours 15. They get a big one. Yeah. Getting big. We might hold you back for a week, but then we give you the big one. Giving you the extra we thick extra podcast. Extra length on the podcast today. Thick with <laughs> four C's. So yeah, my wheelie school is tomorrow, so it will have been yesterday when you listen to this. I will have done my wheelies. I'll be awesome at them. And uh, you'll probably get some kind of uh, footage from it. <laughs> Either that or I'm in hospital. Oh, yeah, or, or are you, <laughs> 
Let's hope it's the first thing I said. Recommend it. Oh, we've done that one. Uh, how could a French fan meet you? Um, if you bake f- fresh croissants in the morning with a pan au chocolat, pan au chocolat, and wave it in the air with a where's France? The south of that France way. is so really beautiful. A westerly breeze. Yeah, westerly breeze. I'll be there. South oh, of France is really, the really, really nice. So I'd love to go to France. I'm I'm gonna go over to Bordeaux because my sister lives. Yeah. So I'll let people know when I go. Yeah. There you go. There we go. That'll be a chance. Bring me croissants. <laughs> Will you ever visit Germany? I have visited Germany. You been there? I was born in Germany. Oh god, yeah, you were. Yeah, I was born in Israel alone. Where? Israel alone. Doesn't sound German. Israel alone. <laughs> oh yeah, Israel alone. I've been to I've literally only been to There was a Cologne. British British military camp in Germany. Madness. So, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I, I don't I think we've been to the I best places. You've been to a British military camp. I've been to Cologne. I've seen pictures of it. It yeah. looked grim. Yeah. It literally looks like a prison. I bet. Yeah. Fucking army test. Uh, will I ever visit it? I do want to visit Munich because it's meant to be amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So, yes, probably. Ever think about doing a powerlifting contest? Me? No. Not built for it. You? I have um denied with it. I'm just too weak. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fucking rough game. Yeah, I, I I fucking love powerlifting as a as a sport. I think it's it's brilliant. Squat bench deadlift are absolutely fundamental for people to be able to perform that. I think vast majority of people can make so much progress with that. Whether it's for me, I hold myself to standards that Very are probably high. ridiculous. Yeah. So. I'm just like, oh, I'm comparing myself to XYZ who's competing at Worlds, who can bench press <laughs> See, really? 250 kilos at my body weight. I'm just like, I See, can. You set full on well, Owen Hubbard, aspirations. Owen Hubbard, who's been to my gym, sound guy, really nice, world record holder, and absolute mutant, and yeah. weighs the same as me, and... Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Just like, sometimes you just got to look at people and go, "Well, that's not me." Yeah, yeah. Fuck me. I yeah. like. I think my bias leans more towards aesthetics than strength. But I'm also a fat bastard. <laughs> <laughs> I think you do well at what you do well at. I think you've got enough going on. I think you got enough going on. That's a huge commitment. Huge commitment. Uh, so no, no need to visit. <laughs> <laughs> Um, merch please tell me there's some on the way is this crewcast merch or is this yeah must be yeah well we can do it we I've been do thinking t- about doing we it we can do a t-shirt run we, we, we're about to do something with BCB so I can just maybe do some bits double up on some stuff I think. we've got to come up with some ideas maybe we can put that to the to a poll yes stay tuned to Insta Stories crewcast merch potentially yes. coming up we will do something if there's any graphic designers fire us over some messages because we can yeah. come up yeah, yeah we could do that I've got somebody who I'm working with right now um, he's an old friend but uh, I think he doesn't listen to the crew cast or I assume he doesn't I don't know I've never asked him <laughs> um, but anyone who's listening if anyone's a graphic designer or somebody who works in that field if you yeah. want to drop us a message that's yeah. nice we always yeah. like to help help where we can help and work with nice people yeah it'd be cool to do something <laughs> it'd be cool to have like we could just turn up and we've got some merch yeah, on. that'd be cool. Well, look at this. The tangent one's got late night, me. Le- late, late, late night legacy got it down. Yeah, this is sick. This is dope. And it's you know, 
Just random clever. tangent has got to be a fucking random t-shirt. tangent. Yeah, for yeah, certain. we do. We random tangent a lot. Yeah, and then, uh, yeah, we've got so many. Moving on. <laughs> yes, so yes, let's do that one. But we'll, we will, we will. Yeah, too many people ask about it, so we will. We'll do something cool, and it'll be something worthwhile as well, not just some shite print on a fucking brutal loom t-shirt. We get, uh, we we had some more today. We have honestly BCB because like I've been pretty thorough with making sure that when we get closing we so we order in so many because if, if you don't know what the process is for most people getting getting a clothing brand you keep talking you, you order blanks in and that's from a specific manufacturer that makes the actual base t-shirt and then you would go to a different company to get your print done on top of that and we get so many different blanks in because the Fuck me. Clothing is complicated and I know fuck all about it compared to to Gymshark. But the different the different cuts, the different materials, the the um composition of the materials, because obviously there's multiple components that go into it. And then the thickness of the materials, all these all these things like we tried so much because we want to make sure that everything the whole thing about BCB was making sure that we had stuff that was gonna last. Um, and that's kind of the ethos of the gym. We just do it right the first time around. There's no point fanning around getting your shit wrong. Might as well just get it right first. So going with good quality companies that make good quality blanks um, and have have shit that's going to last and then go to printing companies that have shit that's going to last. Going for like screen printing, which actually embeds the ink into the T-shirt opposed to something that sits on top of it, which can peel off over time. Peeling decals suck. Yeah, and, and it happens. And like, don't get me wrong, there's certain garments that you have to because they won't be able to screen print onto yeah. certain you, ones. You have, you have to do a slurry print. Yeah, it, it's happened yeah. occasionally. Like, uh, there's some Gymshark... Um, oh, dude, stretchy. big brands are still a nightmare for yeah. it. I, it's, I really, I fucking love the T-shirts. They're like, the, they're... What are they call it? It's like that that black stretchy. Oh, like, it'll be the. It's like, it's uh, almost like Under Armour, but not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, bollocks! I've got a polo in my head, and it's the wrong one. I know what you mean. It's like that. It's the oh shit. Uh, and the there? yeah, you keep talking. I get it. The and the logo's peeled off. It's element. Off. The element line. Element. Yes, that's yeah. it. And the logo's peeled off, but they have because of the type of material, because I think it's quite high elastine elastine. Yeah, the thing is you have to have a plastisol dip that has a stretch built into it. Yes. And even then, it's yeah. still because it just won't it's adhere not, to that material. It's it not going to yeah. stretch. It's not gonna have the same amount of stretch as the material. Anyway, I'm fucking yeah. I've completely gone off on one. <laughs> Basically, we want some good shit. We've messed around with some companies. We both know what we're doing in yeah. different ways, we'll create some cool shit. Yeah. We've still got members with the original BCB t-shirts, Dude, and we yeah. only released fifty of the original. Still got them. Yeah, and people Dude, have still. I got only them. released a hundred of the Boom Baby line. Yeah, I still have people messaging me here. There's still the same stringers and tracksuit bottoms from yep. it, and hoodies. Yep. Because you know why? I made sure shit was made right. Yeah, that's it. Like, there's a few things I did just now that would be better. Yeah. Because I didn't know like you're still like, gonna learn that the, the way the pockets are sewn internally and mm-hmm. stuff like that like how you cinch them to the main body and things like that if you don't ask for that to be done they're just like a loose pocket and little things like that but overall the like the general quality build of the items dude it's been like mm, six years and mm. they're still fucking somebody messaged me going like still my favorite trousers yeah I'm like fuck yeah yeah the t-shirts we got like they're four years and they're still fucking sound they're honestly no people still haven't made stuff that fits as well as, well as some of the 
uh, original stuff like yeah. that I made for Boom Baby and some of the stuff that Jim Shock originally made as well where they came out with new cuts mm-hmm. some stuff still's never been it. it's all it's all a learning process but we've got some experience in mm-hmm. that obviously not not crazy amount I am but- so yeah, me too. We're talking. <laughs> we're talking way too much about yes. this. Yes, let's move. Next on. question: Merch will be coming. You've just had your basic make your own merch tutorial. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got six minutes. And In we're terms play. of making your own merch, check out Bella Canvas's YouTube channel because Bella Canvas is a clothing company and they're based in California. They make like it's really well good quality stuff. Cali. Yeah, yeah. Can you get shipped though. Well, that's expensive, no? It is expensive, but it's fucking good. Cause, mm. So I'm not it, the the stuff that I'm getting is not in not from China. It's You're not getting against, it from Cali. The blanks, cool. oh, the blanks are from made in Cali. The and it, it's literally it's all it's the it's grown there. It's woven there. It, That's it's nice. legit. It's organic uh, cotton. It's there's like fucking rules on what they plant to how much they they like That's cool. take. It's 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 good stuff. That's cool. And yeah, Bell Canvas, very good quality, legit company, and the stuff we've had, like honestly, it is Night as good engaging. as the the day we got it. Nice, so fucking good. Well done, uh, Rick Fit Miami. You just sent us on a massive tangent. Yep, uh, Lex go. did go for a wee, so I had to talk. I uh, dude, I need to piss hard. Yeah, me bit. too. Mm-hmm. I was doing the, the like, you know the hide it dance. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I couldn't hold it anymore. Uh, would you rather? Yes, I like these. Get your wisdom teeth pulled, Ooh, rough, or your butt cheeks pierced. Uh, butt cheeks pierced. Yeah, like I'm assuming. I'm assuming we're pulling wisdom teeth even if they don't need it. Yeah. And I'm going butt cheeks pierced because you're recovering way quicker from that. You just undo it the moment it's done. Yeah. 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 You, you've watched some jackass. You watched Steve or get his ass cheeks pierced, didn't mm. you? <laughs> what are you going for? Yeah, butt cheeks 100%. Wisdom yeah. teeth. Fuck me. Fuck that. It's grim. Favorite alcohol or drink? Whiskey and rum. That's my favorite alcohol, and my favorite drink is. Ooh, if we're going cocky dailies, I do like an espresso martini. Espresso martini is one of my favorites. I had a really good one the other day, actually. Um, where was I? A place called Craft in Birmingham. Mm. We had the you had. It was actually quite cool. The food itself was actually really disappointing. Went to a restaurant and you had pods, and the pods were they looked like you know on like a Ferris wheel. They're basically like a oh, Ferris yeah, yeah. wheel thing and they've got like a table in there and they were all like dotted out so it's all social distance and whatever else and you just book a pod, which is quite cool. Food, mm, yeah. overpriced and not no, great. That's annoying. Espresso martini, top tier mm. then. Yeah. I, I do use a, an espresso martini to to gauge the quality of the cocktails because I feel like that's one thing that you either get right or you get wrong. Yeah, because some people just use the liqueur and don't put an actual shot in it Yeah, and that's lame. Mm. Oh, here we go. I have a new gift for you guys. I'll drop it to BCB end of the month. That's Brett versus Godzilla. Cheers, Brett. Yep. Brett did, I'm sure uh, a couple of weeks ago, Brett said he was going to try and come down at some point when he, he had some time off work. Yeah, I cool. actually caught him. Did I tell you? I can't remember whether he spoke about this. <laughs> caught him in the bushes? <laughs> no, he... No, I, I was having a piss and he walked in. And the, <laughs> of and, course. No, did yeah, we joke about like, that? <laughs> no, I think we did talk about it. I was like, oh, right, Brett, of course you were going to come wear my dicks out. <laughs> Just... Totally uh, got in there straight away. No, he was saying that he was a really nice guy. Well, he's got a few more questions. Have you read or watched anything from Ross Edgeley and the epic swim around the UK he did? I watched the whole UK thing. 
Dude had a hole in his neck and didn't give a shit. He duct taped it up and carried on. Yep. Ross Edgley is the nicest psychopath I've ever met. Yes, that was what oh. blew me away the most. So, like, I've met Ross, like, two or three times. And when he came to BCB, I was like, I'm going to, like, I wanted to talk to him. And I wanted to, like, because he's so happy and bubbly. I was All like, the time. I want to, I want to, like, get a bit of that darkness. <laughs> like, what gets him through? There is none. No. He's... He's fueled by happiness. Yeah, yeah, he is. He is the sugar puff monster. Yeah, yeah. He literally <laughs> just keeps going because he's so happy yeah. that it will not stop him because he's so happy. Yeah, I don't understand. He just doesn't have a pain threshold. Mm. He's missing the switch. Mm. He's missing something. He really, genuinely yeah. is a different type of human being. Yeah, yeah. Like he's bored. Yeah, he's his, just not his. Your normal. point where you stop is his point of interest. Mm-hmm. That's it. He's just he's just the happiest psychopath in the world. Um, any news on BCB next clothing winter is coming? Uh, yeah, we're sorting yeah, it right there now. There you go. Got, you got, um, you got a full tutorial on it. Yeah, we've got some shit going on. You got some Cali shit coming to warm your bones. Uh, best thing you have made yourself? Oh, best thing you've made yourself by hand. Oh God! I made a really cool keyring when I was at uh, CDT in school. And I made it, it was a, like a, you know when you used to draw a splash as like a cartoon? So yeah. it was like a five point rounded star. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. a splodge. Yeah. I made that out of metal. Yeah. That's cool. That's hard yeah. too. And I did that. And when I did it as my CDT, CDT project, the guy was like, you know, that's not easy. Mm. And I did it. That's yeah. sick. Um, um, I've done, because obviously I've been a manual job. I've done loads of cool shit I would consider, but I think the biggest one, if anyone saw BCB before we got there, I, I did oh, yeah. all the work on there. Crazy. The... I wonder if you could see that. Yeah, if you could find out what BCB looked like before, you wouldn't uh, fucking believe it. I've got some like before. If you go through back through our BCB page, there's some before and afters. They're insane. Um, insane. Yeah. That place is a wreck. Yeah, we got it. It was a shell of a building. There was holes in the roof. There was fucking plants growing inside the building. Yeah. Literally stripped it all out, redid all the all the electrics, built all the change rooms, anything that's everything that is in BCB. Or the only thing that we got somebody in for was to change the the fuse board because it was something from fucking World War One. <laughs> and genuinely, they they the guy had never seen any uh, a fuse board that old. Wow. So we got a new fuse board in because I can't mess with that. Well, but everything from that point. So BCB. All the lighting, yeah, everything. Whole fucking lot. Like you are hands on with a lot. Yeah. Well, I I, a, I spent a fucking I spent like three days digging a trench to get the the <laughs> the, the waste water because there's no water in or out of the building, so we had to get waste out to the plumbing, uh, to the to the sewers, and to try and save money, I I like dug up the car park and like fucking dug Jesus. out this massive channel. Yeah, it was like three or four days of, of digging to to do it. You're a savage human being. Did it all, mate. Completed it. I built a floor and wall and put in a toilet in the bakery I used to run. Yeah. I fucking love stuff like that. I'm genuinely a little bit proud of that. Mm. I did it with Mark, my mate, who because I brought him in because he's like anal about measurements and maths and he slows me down when I'm just like, let's go. Mm. And we built the, this wooden floor to put in because obviously it has to be higher so your waste pipe runs with gravity downhill um, and when we put the floor in in the area it was so perfectly measured that when we put put it into the space the vacuum itself sealed it into place Gosh. i remember that yeah and i felt like a man yeah yeah it was a good time um 
if you had a chance, would you bring out your own Gymshark line like Steve Cook did? Uh, I guess that's for me. Uh, yeah, but it'd be, it'd be yeah, uh, to be honest, I often think, you know, like, oh, fuck, I could do some cool shit. Mm. Let me have a go and watch this shit sell out. But problem being is they're kind of going away from that now. Yeah. They're moving away from that kind of style of thing. And plus, you know, UK guy and all that. You need Americans doing those lines. And if that was a question for me, of course I fucking would. (laughs) The Lou line. Yeah. Um, Uh, A line of Willy Warmers from Jim (laughs) Sharp. What one thing would you do to fix a part of the fitness industry? Uh, I would get rid of the self-deprecation bullshit where people who are in really good shape just uh, go out of their way to try and make themselves look like they're, they're oh, look how, look how terrible I can look. I really hate that at the moment. Mm. I think people should be proud of the way they look and say, you're fucking capable of this too. I think... And I, but to be honest, that's more of the female front. Yeah. Men don't I, have that that, that kind of... There's that, there's that pressure though on... Pressure, on, yeah. There's, I word. think there's... There's another word for it. I can't think what it is. Well, I think it's just societal pressure, isn't it? Mm. Like, it's not necessarily that that that, that yeah. intense for guys, but because there are more women that are open about talking about, I, I don't look the way I want to look and I feel bad about that, that then people that do look the way they want to look and they do feel good, they feel the way, they feel obliged to be like, I don't always look this good. Yeah. This photo I've taken is but in I'm optimal all for lighting the, I'm and all angles for, like, and pump. showing that every so often just to remind people, hey, you know, Look, this is me at my best. Yeah. This is me at my normal, just so you know. Yeah. You at your best is good. Yeah. You know, just like me at my best is good. Yeah. But we don't look like it all the time, and I don't look like that all the time. That's great. What I don't like is the fact that when people who do really well and look great, especially in the women's side of things, are beat down by the women to self-deprecate themselves, to be like, oh, you know, I don't look like that all the time. I just, fuck you. Fuck you, women. Fuck you, lazy bitches. No, she looks fucking good because she worked fucking hard to look that way. Don't yeah. you fucking have a go because you're too fucking lazy to do that and sit there and try and pull her down to your level. Raise your fucking selves up. And I think women are more susceptible to that. And men kind of go, hey, no, fuck you. For me, I think it would be just the acceptance in general, the, the fit shaming or fat shaming. I'm just like, everybody, yeah. do what the fuck you want to do. If you're happy, then that's okay. If you're if you're overweight or I, underweight I or don't in know any fitness people that are out there slamming people for being out of shape. Yeah. All they're doing is putting stuff up to try and help other people. That's yeah. all I see. I think more often than not, people that are in shape are just like if people want the help, then they're gonna put put that information out there. And then people that maybe are a bit more insecure about where they're at right now are gonna take that as a negative. And mm. I think that's But that's that, on them, not yeah, the person doing it. Like as long as there's no as long as there's no negativity in terms of, and this goes either way. I'm sure there are people that are in shape that are just like I hate anybody who's technically a BMI of X Y Z. I'm just like fuck yourself. I don't give a shit whether you're morbidly obese or no. anorexic. As long as you're happy, and if you're unhealthy, that's okay. That's your choice. Like you, you're okay. You're allowed to be unhealthy yeah. if you want to. You can put yourself in an early Just grave. don't fucking preach bullshit. Yeah, that's, that's fine. That. If you're like obese and then being like, "This is normal," yeah. I'm, I'm at. No, it's fucking not. No, yeah. No, yeah, you've got an extremes. issue, and that's not normal, and it shouldn't be accepted because it's but, not fucking normal and it's not healthy for you. And we want you to live longer, so let's not have you at that weight, and let's help you. Sh- let's show you how you can be happy and healthy. But then also, you don't go around saying. Look at me, I'm next. I'm I normal. I don't do that. I'm 
you train hard you've also got good genetics you diet well yeah. like you don't yeah. say i'm lex i'm the average man no like that's not no. what you put out you and i don't know anybody that does no exactly that's it, it, it it's, if anything people are even more open than ever right yeah. now exactly it's just acceptance yeah. people do what the fuck you want to do as long as you're happy keep the fuck out of other people's business and, but don't bullshit yeah. don't don't <clears throat> it's a whole other subject i just don't sit there and be like in a state as in a state either an extreme state one way or the other and claim that you're normal and everyone should appease you. Mm-hmm. No, if you want to be in that state and be you, that's cool, but don't push that on other people. Yeah. You know, and that's what we don't do. You don't sit here. I'm an extreme version of a fitness. I'm not even the most extreme. I'm God a no. part of an extreme. Yeah. Um, and I don't sit there going, you should look like me. I'm just saying like, hey, you want to get better and look towards this way? Yeah. Here's what you can do. And that's fine. Yeah. Don't sit there say- and then say that there's something wrong with that. Fuck you. Yeah. Like, you, I think you, for you, you're. There's no doubt you're genetically gifted, but, but I'm a skinny kid but, at heart, bro. I was gonna say, but you're you're not you're not a freak. But no. I think like if we were talking in terms of like the you know natural absolute freak to then I, I'd put you at like seventy five to eighty percent. You look really really good. Yeah, cheers, mate. And you you're not you're not massive. No, but. You've got very good proportions, so you look like in a photo. I you look, look bigger, bigger than, than you are. Yeah, um, but I also look bigger than I am in real life as well. So yeah. in real life, I look big, but if you were to measure me, yes, I'm. You'd be like, oh, yeah. Like, Proportion yeah. was like, you, you've got small wrists, you've Tiny got small joints. joints and stuff yeah. like that, which makes you look fuller. Yeah, um, you're terrible at powerlifting. Yeah, but <laughs> you're like, <laughs> yeah, it does. But I think that you know, you're you're. Definitely beyond I've what the average my person. Structure. Yeah, you're you're beyond what mm-hmm. the average person is going to look. I feel like even me, genetically, I don't think I'm average. I would say you're 100 that I probably lean a little bit. I'd probably say I'm 65. percent You're abno- like, you're abnormally strong. Mm, uh, again, I think I may be like. I Bro, I've watched it. you fucking with four plates on that goddamn safety squat bar thing, whatever the fuck it is, mm. and just be like, dunk, 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 dunk. That, I would literally pancake under that fucker. We need to get a session in at some point yeah, soon, actually. But anyway, so like, I don't even remember what the point of this we was. enjoy a tangent. Like, <laughs> like, everyone, just do your own shit. Don't judge other people because no one gives a fuck what you think. No, focus <laughs> and, on yourself. Stop wasting energy focusing on other people. Listen to shit that helps. If you don't like it, don't follow the fucking person. If you don't like it, don't listen to the fucking person. Don't sit there spewing shit. Yeah. Um, what was the point that what brought us onto this? Uh, oh, fixing part of the fitness industry. I don't yeah. think things need fixing. I think if you look at the fitness industry as a whole, it's a very, very positive place. Mm-hmm. Even more so than ever. Than ever it has ever been. There's so much information. So many people posting so many things out there for free. Yeah, I won't fix anything. I would fix the people watching it. Yeah, that's. It. I think if anything, it's just becomes the fitness space has become so mainstream. Mm-hmm. So there's more people. There's more people looking at it. So there's more of a, a critical eye on it. But it's teeny tiny compared to things like like uh, gaming. Oh like, yeah, yeah, it's insignificant in comparison to that. So there's still a huge space for it to grow in, and I think it's in a very positive direction at the moment. You just if you're watching it, then you watch it at your own risk essentially you know just de- you, you are a fucking human and an adult in the control of your own self take some fucking accountability and you know take the positives from everything that you see implement them try them have a go ain't that difficult 
Do, do, do. Let's smash. Let's do. Oh my gosh. No. Two hours 40. You. There we go. We made up for our missed week. Yep. Let's do five more minutes. Yeah. Because we still have to add another minute of adding the winners at the end. Yep. Okay. So five minute quick round. Ready? Quick round. Lightning round. Let's Lightning go. round. Lightning round. <laughs> there was that breathing thing. Did you hear it? <laughs> I just heard it, dude. At least I can hear it. I can start fighting it. Most unexpected place you would like to visit? Go. Unexpected place I would like to visit? The Vietnam. Moon? Vietnam for me. Because it doesn't pop up like as a as a thing on like holiday lists. Vietnam. The moon. Cool. <laughs> Have you guys ever thought about making your own whiskey? Yes. yes. <laughs> we will. We will. What are your what are the peptides you use for test boost and where do you buy them? Uh, I don't think there are any peptides for test boosting. Peptides is more about um, genetic uh, implementing genetic healing and also proliferating your own natural healing mechanisms to keep you healthy. There, uh, I don't, I genuinely don't think there's a peptide worth taking that's a test focused one. I have no idea. I only know about some peptides that are for like joints. Healing and shit. So you got BPC. If you're injured right now, BPC one five seven is fantastic for tendon and ligament healing and general overall healing. If you want a long term one, TB five hundred is fantastic for overall general um, health and healing ability, and it can be run long term uh, with very with no side effects or anything. It's just a full beneficial thing. You can run long term. (laughs) Outside of that, there are some kind of. uh, growth hormone fragments that you can run in there to help boost your own natural growth hormone levels. Uh, but I personally think they are a lot of money for probably not a lot of gain. And if you're going to go that way on a personal thing, I think it might be better just searching for real growth hormone kind of protocols and doctors that might help you uh, for the same eventual same cost. Yeah. One thing I would say that I, the, the ones that I have used that I've found for, uh, something that's a real degenerative injury that you suffered from from a long time and you're doing everything proactively to heal it, BPC-157. It's legitimate, it's cheap, it works. Uh, TB-500, long-term, I couldn't tell you because I am run it long-term. Um, short-term, I ran it with some BPC-157 to help a... Uh, what do you call it when it's like a long-term ingrained injury? There's a word for it. Not perpetual, which is stuck in my head. I'm drunk, I don't know. <laughs> uh, uh, so the BPC-157 for short-term healing if you've had something that's... But you also have to be rehabbing in the right direction alongside because all BPC will do is heal it. But if you keep fucking it up, it's going to come back. Mm. So you have to find the source of the problem and fix it. Yeah. Um, but the one that I would say for genetic uh, manipulation, which in terms of DNA age and taking it back, mm-hmm. uh, epitalon. It's it's proven that people have used it, had their uh, had their telomeres measured prior, taken which is the thing that wraps your DNA, which is then replicated, and the the stronger your telomeres, the the more beneficial your uh, DNA replication, like the less failures you get. So basically, you're reversing as we age, replication becomes uh, less and less efficient. Mm-hmm. because our telomeres get damaged and people who've taken epitalon have had their telomeres measured prior taking epitalon once every six months and had the telomeres measured later and their telomeres have actually re- their telomere age has gone down oh, so wow. they've reversed basically eff- effectively reversed the aging of their dna okay. so you just become more proficient at replications which is aging right okay. so you're able to turn back your genetic this is not clock. fast 
Huh? We were meant to be doing this. Quick. Sorry. <laughs> but that's important. I don't know about this. But PPC, yeah. TB500 and Epitalon do your own research and look up Ben Greenfield. Amazing guy. I actually speak to him on Instagram. He's amazing. Oh, I need to amazing guy. Well to amazing, amazing guy. Such a depth of actually, knowledge. Actually, really completely random, but I spoke to um, Josh Bridgman about potentially getting some coaching and some when I decide to jump on some gear. Dude, 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 dude. dude. I met Josh the other day. Did you see him at... I was because I went down to Bath and I trained in Bristol. He was at the gym, a random gym I went to. Oh, shit, really? Yeah, I'm going to go do some stuff with him. He was at fucking Gymshark the other day. Yes, he was. Yes, yes, yes. Nice guy. Fucking unit. Have you got his number? Oh, my God. I got his uh, details, yeah. Okay. Message him. See if you can get me a discount on coaching. (laughs) Because I was messaging about coaching. I'm going to go down and do some I did actually talk to him saying that, like, we spoke about, like, documenting me becoming a natural. Yeah. Supernatural. cool. cool. I want to actually... Can we now change when someone's not natty? Instead of being not natty, can we become supernatural? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be a ghost. <laughs> I want to be a jacked ghost. I want to be ethereal. Yes. Nice. Supernatural. Right, come on. we got a minute of blast. <laughs> oh, Here we go. Ready? Yep. Hello, where do you live? I love your energy. Kiss from France. There's your kiss, mate. Stalbridge. Stalbridge. I'm in Shrewsbury. Shropshire. Lovely land of Shropshire. How do you work out with hernia? And not die. Do I know that people have done this. Um, don't do anything that stresses your core that hurts the hernia. Work around it. Light weights, high volume, and you can still train. Mm-hmm. You just anything that you feel the pressure in the hernia area, stop. Yep. Also, just look into that hernia surgery because I know it's going to set you back. I'm a assuming bit. they're waiting for it and yeah. want to train in the meantime. Yeah. Anything basically anything that doesn't require intral abdominal pressure so yep. things like leg press basically Squatting, you're not going to be able like that you're not going to be able to Out. do any compound lifts no but light weights and high volume you can do that yeah. and you can get in uh yeah just uh, obviously be careful be sensible what's your biggest dream in your oh dude what's your biggest dream in your life and your and your my inspiration i'm glad we're your inspiration biggest dream in our life Dude, that's too huge. And I don't think you should only have one either because it's too narrow-minded. Mm-hmm. I just love to progress, see what opportunities are, uh, are given to me and take as many as possible and see where they go. You know, my dream is just to live a life I love. That's, yeah, that's amazing, to be honest. Mm-hmm. To be honest, I don't think there needs to be much said about that. Live just a living, life, living live a life, life that, that when you wake up, you want to live. Yeah, exactly. Just okay. enjoy, enjoy your life a... with people that you want to enjoy it with. You're winning if you're doing that. Never stop showing proper workout form and all those tidbits. We won't. You're welcome. Uh, what boot are you wearing right now? They are called logger boots. Uh, I think most people don't know what these are. They're logger boots. I get them from America. I have to have them imported. We don't sell them in the UK. So if you want them, they're worth the money, but it's going to cost you about £200 a pair. And if you're talking to me, I got socks on. Socks on. I got socks. <laughs> Black socks. <laughs> what song gets you dancing at a wedding or a party? Oh, Anything by Black Eyed Peas gets everybody up. Yes, so, yeah. Do you know what else gets everybody up? Yeah, boy, without sure. fail in any any situation ever. What? John Bon Jovi. Name the song. You know what it is. Living on a prayer. Yes. Yeah. That gets everybody. Up. Yeah, it does. I'm gonna say for me, it's Yeah Boy Usher and Lil John. Ooh, nice. I think that's always a good shout. Yeah. Um, oh, dude, we've got some from Craig. Do you want to blast to him? Come on. Oh, we fuck it. Talk? We've gone so long now. If Hold still... on. Oh, fuck. Blackout. No. No. When did that go? Oh, I, I need a word. That's how I do a clap. Oh, 
Okay, so next one what we got. It was how to train with a hernia. Yeah. Now you can. Yeah. Be careful. Hundred percent. Yeah, I think you're gonna avoid anything that's gonna require intra abdominal pressure. So any kind of squats or deadlifts or anything, even like overhead press, anything that you need to brace through your core, you're gonna really struggle to brace. Like yes, you're gonna be able to squat and deadlift if it's no, super no, no, light. No, I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. I'd stay away from anything that causes any pressure on the hernia. The moment you feel it stop, everything light and high volume. Yeah, like again, machines Go are gonna isolated movements. Yeah, machines are gonna allow you to do that. Supported isolated movements. This is assuming as well that you're going to be having mm-hmm. the surgery to fix yeah. that problem. It's also, a, yeah, it's I'm assuming they're on a waiting list. You, you can't be indefinitely training while... It's long waiting list for hernias, I know that. Yeah. Like weeks and weeks and weeks. So light, high volume, supported machine movements. Yeah. You, but it you, doesn't mean you have to stop. I know guys have actually trained with full-on hernias. I've watched <laughs> one of the lads and, hold a hernia in while yeah, they're training. Yeah, pushing them back yeah, in. Yeah, pushing them back in is crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, da, da, da. Oh God! I swiped up accidentally and ruined it. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, Christ! I've lost it completely. God damn it! Oh, there we go. Uh, what's your biggest dream in where you live, and what's your inspiration? Wow, huge, too big. Uh, real simple. If you're living a life that helps you get up in the morning to get out and do, you're already living it. Yeah. Yeah. Just. Yeah, live a life that means you enjoy what you're doing and you're spending time with people that you want to spend time with. Yeah, that's a big one. Surround yourself with people that actually mean something to you. Uh, Never stop showing proper workout form and all those tidbits. You won't. You're welcome. Uh, What boot are you wearing right now? Uh, These are logger boots imported from America. We don't sell them in England, but they are worth the money you'll pay to bring them into the country. These are socks. (laughs) Socks on with a... Grey or reddish base? Yes, they're Snickers. Hundred percent cotton. Correctly, they're probably not actually. They're probably like a poly cotton blend. Oh, they're Dickies. The oh, really? Dickies, yeah. Dickies socks. Yes. Balling. <laughs> uh, what song gets you dancing at a wedding or a party? We know the answer. I wore a t-shirt from it the other week. Bon Jovi. Living on oh. a prayer. <laughs> every time yeah that is a good one I think for me it would be Yeah by Usher Sing Lord John Sing a bit Yeah <laughs> <laughs> Oh another one you're on yeah. about you know yeah <laughs> when he says yeah <laughs> he says yeah in the yes yeah that gets and then Lil John's there and he goes <laughs> yeah gets the people okay. going <laughs> <laughs> there you go there's a dude's songs uh, <laughs> Um, who was your favourite Spider-Man, Batman, Superman and James Bond? Um, my favourite Spider-Man is... Uh, do you know, my favourite Spider-Man is the current one, James Holland. He's brilliant. And the close one was the dude who was like tall and spindly that I don't know his name of in the ones prior to James Holland. Yeah. He was great. Uh, I wasn't a fan. James Holland, I think, is Holland's my favourite. Yeah. Uh, like favourite Batman? Mo- like the Tobey Maguire, just because he's... Favourite Batman is real, real close between Keaton and Bale. Bale for me. You really think? Bale. Yeah. I tend to lean towards Ke- Keaton because he kind of set the standard. Yeah, I, I he know He created the Batman, really. Yeah, like... Without he, him, we don't have the Bale. And he, so in that term, I think maybe Keaton. I think for me, Bale really defined the the 
dark, tortured brooding soul. Sound. Yeah, because obviously yeah. Batman's always been this millionaire, and it's almost been like he's been a a, a bit of a, a one dimensional character because he's just some rich guy, who mm-hmm. does a very Iron Man esque character. Whereas like Bale, I felt brought in all of the the historical yeah. side of things, and you felt the weight of the the tor- turmoil that if he you can remove the fact in. that Keaton was the original guy that brought the style of Batman in with the whole you know limited range of neck movement and all that jazz because he did he created that uh, if you take that away from him then i would go bail uh, for the reasons you've said mm-hmm. uh, because he does give you that whole backstory yeah but i think uh, i think i hold him in equal value it's hard on that your favorite james bond oh, it's sean connery 100 sean connery uh, but it's hard to judge because also i do think daniel craig did an amazing job of making bond real Mm, I actually really brutal like, and savage. Yeah, I actually like Daniel Craig. I do. I love him. I think he he's love for him. me personally. So I'm not like majorly attached to the the older Bond films. So seeing Daniel Craig, I've been a fan of Daniel Craig for a while. Seeing him, seeing him putting it in a, a very real, yeah. raw kind of. I I think modern day Craig's the best. Yeah. Overall, historically, if you go for it, if you like the comedy style, out of those ones, Connery over yeah like dalton and all i just i think for me because again it's old that that type of acting is it's more apparent isn't it yes like it's not seeing it's not as real not yeah as, not seeing connery in his some of his later roles compared to that that seems it's, yeah if you compare him to what he did he was kind of, of it's hammy yeah it's hammy yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 in that sense you're right so craig would win in that sense See, there's our discussion and comparison and learning. Mm, yeah. Always. Uh, every sip of whiskey makes you cough for five minutes or rum makes you hiccup for ten. Well, you got to go cough for five minutes. Oh, no, I'd maybe hiccup for ten. I go wrong. Yeah. I don't ten. mind a hiccup. Hiccup for ten. Uh, a cough's annoying. But it's every sip. Yeah. Yeah, I can live with that. Hiccup for ten. Cool. What's the scariest journey you've ever been on? Car, bike, walk, plane, boat, etc.? I had a really, really, really rough plane journey once over to like, I can't remember exactly where it was. It was like either Cuba or Dominican. Mm. And it was one of those where the plane like, you know, it drops like yeah. feet at a time where everyone's seat, like ass leaves the seat. Yeah. But I kind of bowled it out. <laughs> I'm not going to be honest. Because yeah, I was with an, a girlfriend at the time and manned up yeah. and was like, you will fucking man up through this shit. Yeah. Because I had a real, very real sensation of like, if you fucking die, you die like a fucking man. Yeah. And I was like looking at her like, we're going to be fucking fine. Yeah. Just a bit of fucking Guts. turbulence. Yeah. But inside I was going like, mummy. Yeah. So I think for me, also a plane, um, it was only, I can't remember where I went now. I'm sure I flew, it was like, oh, the man, it wasn't somewhere far, yeah. but it was a small little plane. Yeah. Only like fucking ten or fifteen the people on it. Yeah, yeah. And I fell like I was on there, and I was like <laughs> tired, and I fell asleep right as we were about to land. So then I got like you know that moment where you're in between being awake and being asleep got disrupted by us like touching down, and then the fucking <laughs> <laughs> oh, so yeah. in in my delirious, I was like, I'm gonna die right now. <laughs> As you liked it. Yeah, I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so that, yeah. It was, it was, it, for like moment. two seconds, I shit my pants. Yeah, brilliant. Right, I'm going to pick one more. Uh, what's the most satisfying and unsatisfying ending to a TV series and or film? Well, easy. <laughs> Game of Thrones. Suck. 
fucking balls. Oh, yeah, actually. Sucked fucking balls. I'm going to talk to you about this after. We're done. Yeah. I'm not going to talk about it now. But yeah, there were, I've seen a, a theory about the Game of Thrones ending and why it sucked. Ooh. Yeah, it was quite interesting, actually. We'll have a, a chat about that over some cheese yeah. on toast. But no, I would definitely agree. Game of Thrones. I fucking Fuck loved it. Game of Thrones. I was and then... fully invested. Do you know what I worked out the amount of hours we'd invested prior to that piece of shit fucking end series they mm. did? It's something ridiculous. Like, it's probably uh, like 70 hours. Wasn't yeah, it, sure. it was something like that. Something like 80 odd hours or something. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, 70, 80 hours. And I was just like, and that's what they leave us with. And mm. you could, the cast refused to talk about it. Do you remember? Yeah. In the interviews. Not because of disclosure issues, yeah. but because they fucking hated it. Yeah. yeah. So there we go. Game of Thrones. I'll talk to you about it after. You are welcome. Nearly three hours, people. Our longest podcast ever. Don't say we don't care because we really tried to make up we for made the up fact for that it. we fucking missed last week. We got a bit drunk as well. Dude, so, dude, I went downstairs to find a new memory card because you guys haven't had a blackout because we're fucking awesome. And we've uh, edited all the bits where there will be a blackout. And when he says we, he means Lex. No, you I... spotted one. You were good. Oh, yeah. I caught the... I didn't edit anything. Not my fault, though. The, the, we filled 100 and... Well, probably about 100 gig on yeah. the card. We're going to start recording the... Uh... The, the crew cast in like, where, like 320 <laughs> like, I don't know what what, what I can't remember know. what I can get a 256 piece. gig card no I'm, but they, I'm, what, what what like it's not ha- like so far below HD it's, oh you got, right you got yeah, like 180 420p yeah 420p 420, Nintendo like, SNES yeah. level SNES level what's the base is it 180 480 Four, 480 the base I think that's the lowest maybe you can go 360 I think 420 I think four is it four twenty or four eighty? One's the lowest. Four twenty just makes me think of four twenty. <laughs> is that the weed month? Yeah, yeah. Maybe it's four eighty and then three sixty. I think. Yeah, I think four eighty is lowest. I don't know. We're gonna record it on a potato instead. Yeah, we could marry on the Ouija. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna insert this fucking one hundred and twenty eight gig memory card directly into a potato and record it. <laughs> potato. We when you remember those like old original video phones, like potato quality. Yeah. <laughs> Chris, no. Chris Jones is that. still using it. Yeah, he fucking is. Fucking is. Chris, Chris Jones, Jones rocking. Chris Jones, good boy. Met him in real life. Quite nice. He Only short period, amazing. but seemed decent. That's it. You're welcome. We're back. We won't do it again. We apologize. Uh, in about, I don't know, a minute or so, you'll hear the winners of the Pirates Grog thing. Mm-hmm. It'll be the next morning by we tell you. So, uh, hello, non-rummed up, Lex and Lou. <laughs> we'll <laughs> Thanks do for it joining in the morning, us next morning and announcing the winners. Hope you'll have a fantastic week. And remember, make your own energy. Everything we talked about today is fucking real. It's all our experiences. And you can take and learn from what we've done and skip the shit that's involved in the middle of it. Go straight to our answers, put it into practice, and I promise you, it'll help because yeah. it's helped us. And we're all just normal, simple little human beings that function on the same mechanisms. Essentially, you are not special in the me- in the essence of you're fucking fixable. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. hope you all understand that. We love you. We want you to do better. Have fun. And we'll see you in the next podcast. Toodle Pip from current Lex and Lou. Here's Lex and Lou from next morning with the winners. You're welcome and well done. Right, so we've spent a good bit of time working out the, uh, the working out the rules and making sure everyone's followed the rules. And we have three winners. Three winners, and you should each be receiving two bottles of Pirates Grog of their choosing to send to you. I don't know whether you get to choose or whether they just send you randoms, but you get them. So well done to number one, 
and now I'm assuming this is either the coolest name in the world or not his real name. That is Tonka. Mm-hmm. Tonka, the man. Well done, sir. Winner number one. We will be sending you some messages to uh, let you know. Yeah. Uh, next, a Mr. James Hook, a.k.a. Hook 91 Well done, sir. Also, we kind of like as well that we found on your profile you dressed like a pirate and a unicorn. Yeah. So you were... You he, he was born for this. Basically, yeah. Exactly what we expect our followers to look like. Yeah. The last name Hook as well. Yeah. Also, he appears to be some kind of uh, sports masseuse, so... Come sort us out. Yeah. Help. <laughs> Come touch us up. <laughs> and last but not least, least uh, Christine Bouton. I think I butchered your name there. You are xteen underscore 1989 on Instagram. With a... Oh, she's got a, she's got a little boy. And you remember those yellow and red cars? Oh, shit. I, lo- I used to put my little sisters in those, and then I'd surf on the top of it, and we'd send them flying down a hill. Yeah. And I'd just be like a rudder. <laughs> <laughs> and they would be crying. <laughs> so you go. Well done, Christine. Well done, James. And well done, Tonka. You're getting some awesomely tasting rum. Yeah. Your way soon. Yeah. Thanks for all playing. Drop them a DM. We'll DM you. Yeah. Have a great day. We're out. Bye.